Welcome everybody to Bodybuilding and Bollocks episode number 10. Are we doing, have we done 10 of these already? 10. Has it been 10? I don't know. Let me check. No, this is number nine. No, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't start. This is not starting off very good. <laughs> What's going on? Uh, honestly, absolutely nothing. Um, I don't think I've trained in like three. I think this is like my third week. I haven't trained. You look fat right now. Yeah. <laughs> I heard. So you, I heard you were talking shit about me on some other podcast. No, we were talking about the. Um, I was talking about how you're the rudest person I've ever known, but you can, you can sit. You can be. But no, it was. A, it was actually a compliment. Oh, really? I've seen, I've seen you be so rude to people, but it never comes across rude. How do you figure? I don't. Cause I think you're just because you're Canadian. <laughs> I think that's what it is. You can be, it, it, it just comes across like blunt. I'm not rude to people. I'm honest. There's a difference. Yeah, but it, it, it's so blunt that it would most people would take it as rudeness because most people don't like that. But it just doesn't come across rude. Can I be honest with you? I don't even know I'm doing it. Yeah, I know. Like I don't. I'm not trying to be mean. No, I no, just. It's just you are. You're correct. It's, yeah. Um, yeah. Um. Anyways. So uh, what's the news? What's the bodybuilding news this week? Anything special? We did, well, did we, did we talk about the? I, I think was it the? No, we haven't talked about it. The Italian show was it? Yeah, Who did the I'm Italian like, show? I didn't even know there was a show. Oh, was that the one, one that Roly won? Yeah, Roly won. And then yeah, we talked about it a little bit. I said if Roly showed up like that, he might have, uh, I don't know if yeah. he would have won, but he would have done better. I not discussed that a lot. But the, um, I don't think there's been any bodybuilding news this week. Uh, who cares? Let's go on and see. what You know what else? I, I want to tell you, I, I put a post up. And I don't want to, I'm always the ranting guy. I don't like to rant, but. I'm getting really fed up with listening. I go to other channels. I'm not going to mention any names, but all they do is bitch about bodybuilding today. Yeah, true. Like it's fucking nonstop. Every fucking day I I get this short guy with blonde hair and tattoos all over his face just fucking barking mad about how bodybuilders today are shit and they're lazy. And I'm like, what the fuck is – this guy was shredded like once. He won the Ironman Pro and he, had, he was shredded once. Yeah. So I, agree. I don't really think the condition is much better these days or early because I think when you look at like, I mean, I don't think I ever remember like Sean Ray or Kevin Laverne having dry striated glutes and hams. I do remember it, but not every fucking show. Yeah, of course. But I mean, it wasn't like, like look, I'll, I'll give you a perfect example. Look at 97 Kevin Lavroni. And this is no way shape or form disrespectful to those guys as bodybuilders. I think, Lee Priest was an amazing bodybuilder. I think Kevin Lavroni was an amazing bodybuilder. But you have to respect other fucking people. And I don't think you should go on just saying everybody's shit. Not that Kevin Lavroni did it. But um, I remember in 97, or was it 98, when, when everybody was going to try and win because Dorian had left. Yeah. I remember Kevin tried to come in bigger. Yeah. And he was off. Yeah. Yeah, those things happen, but nobody seems yeah. to remember them. Well, what I mean is, is like – in those days, it wasn't like people because you know how like some some guys these days are just known for being peeled all the time. There wasn't that many of them back then. It was kind of the condition. There was Dorian, and everyone else was kind of the same. Yeah. It's like everyone was in acceptable condition. Yeah, like I remember a bunch of shows when I started. I think Nasser, like yeah, Nasser, like, is a great example actually. He yeah. never shredded out of his mind. Well, he was a couple times, but his back would never get shredded, shredded. Yeah, but I just. Uh, and I remember a couple times, you know, Sean Ray would take second when he was on, and then he would take fourth or fifth when he was a little off. 
Yeah. And it's like, I don't know, man, I just feel like I keep reiterating the same thing over and over again. So we don't spend a ton of time on it, but I feel like it's incumbent upon the older bodybuilders to fucking give a good name to the bodybuilders now. Yeah. And I also think as well is, um, I think what it is, is these days, the shows are well, are so well covered. Um, yeah. that it's, it's easier to pick out when people are on or off. Yeah. And if you, look, if you look back in the day, it was just as, it's really hard to just be on all the time. It's not how yeah. it works. Well, somebody brought up a really good point. Cause I posted this in a thread on my Instagram. Somebody brought up a really good point about back in the day, you would get some photos in a magazine. They were usually the best photos from the show. Yeah. And it would usually only the top two or three or four guys. And nowadays you're getting everybody in every picture at all angles at every single show. Yeah. And it, it's well, like I mean, with, without I mean, fail. The Olympia this year, everyone says, keep saying, oh, everyone was off. No. I, I, I was there. They weren't. Like, I, was, <laughs> I, know. <laughs> I was fucking there. Yeah. And everyone looks a hundred times worse in their pictures. Like, I keep seeing yeah. photo, pictures of Patrick Moore. I'm like, dude, you look so much better than these pictures. Yeah, yeah. Like in the pictures, he looks uh, pretty okay, but in yeah. person, he was pale. Yeah. And like, I mean, it's just, it, I mean, it doesn't, I mean, it's not doing me any famous either, but the, um, it's, I, I'm not blaming the cameras. I'm just saying all the lighting. No, saying, it does make it, I am blaming the cameras. It does make, it, it does it make, make a difference. difference. But when people say the whole show was off. Yeah. It's likely not everyone's off. It's no, more, it's more likely there's the the cameras and the lighting isn't portrayed. No, oh, Brandon wasn't off. Hottie wasn't off. William Bonac wasn't off. Like, and, was off. but even those guys under the TV cameras did not look the way they looked in photos, or like obviously in person. Yeah. So, so also, I also notice another thing is when when you're watching the Olympia and somebody's filming it on their phone. Yeah. They film on stage and then they look up at the big screens yeah everyone all of a sudden on the big screen looks absolutely pale to their mind <laughs> and i kind of feel that's what the the cameras like in the early 2000s and 90s yeah were. yeah just, they were just they just seem to pick up everything and exaggerate every color and line and everyone looks so crisp people think i get this thing i got this thing out of thin air i actually got it from a photographer a, f- a photographer told me he's like it's different the cameras are better the lenses are clearer it's all in hd you get to see everything yeah and so anyway i don't i don't want to beat a dead horse but no, it, uh, it, it's just something that keeps coming up and i'm like you know the people that are saying it the most are like they weren't always in shape no i mean everyone is everyone is always off slightly everyone even the yeah. most consistent people can be off like phil heath's been off dorian yeah. was occasionally off yeah, I mean, I mean, but their offs are like well, a much smaller margin than some other people's offs. Yeah, yeah. But there's, I mean, there shows when Kevin Lavoni showed up literally looking fat. <laughs> yeah, and and I don't remember same, those. And it's like I know I saw one the other day, and I was like, ah, I'm sure that's got to be a guest spot. Yeah, but yeah. It wasn't. It was um, one of the I can't remember what year. But it was one of the final uh, final ones on the, the European tour after. Yeah. The, so you can just see these all beat up and watery. Yeah, of course. But it happens. It just it yeah. just happens to everyone. Um. Do you want to talk about anything that we talked about off air last week? Like your new, uh, your new endeavor? Which one? My five, my five year, my five year plan. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, we, can, we can say that. I mean, I'm not going to answer the specific. No, we don't have to get the details. No, but I mean, it's just, it's pretty cool that I've signed with Redpoint for five years. Yeah. That's I mean, pretty amazing. That's a really big deal for me. So um, I, I think it's, I think it's interesting for people to hear how things work. Like you had a good yeah. year, you've I mean, elevated I mean, your sta- your standard. Yeah. 
So, I mean, they signed me for two years. I'm one year in. We do, we changed the contract, but it's like, and we've, we, we're we planning out the five years and Aaron's been good enough to offer you the five-year deal. But it's, it's really, it's been a fucking hard year. It's, yeah. it's been so much work. Yeah. I don't think people quite realize, I mean, they will say, there's no money in bodybuilding. You can't earn a living. You, you fucking can. And I'm telling yeah. you, no, no, no one else is doing what I'm doing, maybe apart from you, in yeah. terms of putting out so much content. Yeah. And Redcon basically let me do what I want. Like the, the both barrel series I did with Ben, that was yeah. kind of our idea because we were going to do it on my own channel. And Redcon was like, do what I ask and we'll yeah. make some money or whatever. And, it was, and it's brilliant, but I don't really see anyone else doing it to that extent. But the ones that are doing it at all are the ones yeah. who are doing better. Well, the ones I see doing the most YouTube stuff are probably like you and me are doing more. I'm doing more now. I wasn't before, but I started now in the last couple of months. And then, you know, Seth Ferrosi's got a huge Absolutely. YouTube. Then you got, you know, John Meadows is doing a good, like on there all the time, constantly got videos out. So yeah, there is money in bodybuilding, but the interesting thing to me is you did so well, somehow you got a five-year deal, which is not always heard of in bodybuilding. I think what it is though, is because I'm willing to work. And I like, it's, it's as simple as that. If you know, yeah. if you want to have, if you want a bonus from your boss, if you want to. But this is, sorry to interrupt you. This is what I mean. In bodybuilding, I think because of social media, Mm-hmm. you can get a five-year contract. I think if social media didn't exist, you might not get that five-year contract. I think back in the day, but a lot of the contracts were three to five years. Well, the reason I say that though is in five years, a lot can happen to somebody's physique. Mm. But even if like, let's say you got hurt, like God forbid you got hurt or something like that, you can still pump out videos. You can still do videos and you can still oh. do, you know, all this other stuff. So there's a lot more avenues to make one money. Of, one of the funny things as well is I'm, I'm trying to get the surgery sorted out, yeah, the hernia repair. Yeah, which I actually saw the, the surgeon today to find out what, what's going on. And we're we're going to do a video of it. We're gonna You're going to do a video. It. You know what? That's good. I get a lot of questions about hernia surgery. It, it'd be really funny, like because it isn't a hernia. It's like it was a hernia. I had it repaired when I was 19. I went to see yeah. a surgeon last week. Um, yeah. I had a CT scan. He scanned it all, and, and the feedback today was the hernia is absolutely intact. Your abdomen wall is perfectly fine. There's no hole. Yeah. Um, what it is is where they repaired it before. There's just yeah. a big like. Block of like scar tissue under the skin. Oh, so they're just cutting out scar tissue. It's not actually a hernia. Scar- yeah, yeah. So the hernia is, still, is repaired. It's just fine. So they're okay. actually going to be. Um, so I need to be. I've been referred to a cosmetic surgeon to get me all the uh, scar tissue scraped out. And they're going to let you videotape that whole thing. I hope so. I don't think anyone's going to watch that, man. That's gross. No, we don't have to watch any of the surgery. We can do me going to the surgery, me being put under general anesthetic, me waking up, all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah the, wake- to- the waking yeah, up part's funny. You're all yeah. fucked up. Because I want to. Because yeah, I just when you come around from general, general aesthetic, I think that's the funniest time anyone will ever be in their life. Yeah. You know, hey, uh, do you think anybody else? And I, I don't. I hope this doesn't ruin anything for anybody. But do you think anybody else has a five-year deal? Yeah, I'm sure they do. Really? Like, yeah, I would, I would imagine so. I've never had a five-year deal. Well, I mean, with with Redcon, I'm now exclusively with Redcon and no one else. So. Like no other companies at all. No, and I won't be either. So I'm just everything. Everything is going to be red. For those of you who don't understand what we mean, is usually when you sign a supplement deal, you're not able to go obviously and use other supplements, but yeah. so, so you can I'm still not, have you can still have a clothing contract or yeah, a magazine. So not, yeah. So I'm. Not, I mean, all of that is integrated into this one exclusive contract. Yeah. So it's, good um, for you, man. Yeah, it's, it's it's really good. It's exciting because I think um, Aaron has a lot of belief in me, and he basically just said, "Look, I want for you to be worth it. You need to be the best bodybuilder you can be, and that's going to take time." 
It says a lot about it says a lot about Aaron as an owner. He's he's a he's just a great person. I mean, I can't fault him at all. I mean, a lot of the shit that I hear, it's just I'm like, are you fucking, is that a joke? Like, I don't understand. Like, some of the stuff is so insane. That it's yeah. Funny. Well, like, but even I'm not, before I was with Redcon, he was really good to me. He always he, I've I've had friends who've have run-ins with him. He's never done anything personally to me, but I don't want to pump up another brand. But I will say, uh, the fact that he is a lot of companies try to bleed bodybuilders like blood from a stone. Like they just, they want to give you the minimal amount of money they can. And they want to get you to do as much shit as possible. Mm -hmm. And it's, uh, it's kind of refreshing to see somebody be like, look, this is what you're worth. This is what we're going to give you. And we know you're going to work for it. So, yeah. You know what I mean? Like he's being fair with you like that. Well, he's, I mean, he's a big fan of bodybuilding as well. And he can see that bodybuilding is starting to kind of grow again. Yeah. Um, and it, it's not, it's not a two year thing. It's not a one year thing. I mean, it, it, might, it might take me another five years to get to my potential. Yeah. I mean, that's how long, because I've only been training eight or nine years probably. Yeah. So it's like, it might, I mean, I haven't got anywhere near my prime yet. And I think he's more willing to invest that time because he knows it's going to be worth it in the long run as well. What are you going to change in five years? That's what I want to know. What do you mean? Are you going to get bigger? I don't know. I just want to be the best I can be. What's the vision in your mind if you thought like, okay, what's the perfect Luke? Like, what would you do right now if you could create the perfect Luke? I would, this is one of the reasons why I'm getting this surgery is I can actually start training my midsection better. Because it's, it's, not, it's not something, there's, things, there's little things like posing, training my abs, training my calves. What would you yeah, do to the main, would you do anything to the main body part, the main body parts? Well, no, what I mean is it's like I'm going to start – I'm going to obviously the weaker body parts, I'm, I, they are improving, so I'm just going to carry on doing what I'm doing. That just needs time. But what are those? That's what I want to know. Like, what's the- my, my chest and my legs are starting to come up to where I want them now. Because um, at the Olympia, they were really good compared to what they've been for the rest of the year in terms yeah. of how big they were. Yeah. And I just think that's a time thing because I've had to change I've, my approach just because my knees are just not what they used to be. I think it's just legs for you, man. Yeah, it's not, but it's not my legs. That my, you know, when I'm stood backstage, I'm looking at everyone's legs. And like, my legs are bigger than most people's hair. Doesn't so, matter. It doesn't so matter. That's what I mean. It's like it's like they're not small. It's they're not just, small. It's a, for it's what's good for your body. It's the roundness. It's like they kind of lose a bit of pop in the last kind of stretch. I think it's just because your back is so big. Like the worst. I, it, it, like, it, I think it's like the same as like everyone says Brandon Curry's got shit legs. No, he doesn't. You know why they say that about Brandon? Because. A lot of the bulk of his leg is his adductors. Yeah, yeah. These are really thick adductors and his lateralis is not sweep out like huge. Yeah. And I think that's what people are looking for. Yeah. So I mean that's I mean they I mean they came up from Tampa to the Olympia, so that's just a question of carrying on doing what I'm doing. But it's also yeah. paying attention to all the other shit that I don't really have any want to do. Like, like I never I never train my calves ever. Like my midsection, it's like something I want to really focus on. That's the centerpiece of physique. That's it's so fucking boring, though. I know. I fucking hate it. I, hate I have it. so much. Fu- you know. You know the pain you feel when you train legs. Yeah. I live for that pain. Yeah. The but pain like, you. The, the pain you feel when you train abs. I'm like, fuck this. Like, I just don't yeah, want to do yeah, it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, it's, it's not boring. Like standing there doing planks and fucking vacuums <laughs> and crunches and wearing a belt all the time. That's all the shit yeah. that I, I'm not given too much thought to. I did actually for the Arnold and it paid off. My, my waist looked really good in the Arnold. It was tiny. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, sweet, it's tiny now. I'll just leave it alone. Tampa was still pretty small. I mean, at the yeah. Olympia, I, I did have a ton of digestive issues. But looking at the pictures, I'm like, what if I can... I thought your Olympia was the worst your stomach looked. Yes, yeah, I mean. The yeah. worst. Because yeah. I, yeah. I, I had a ton of like, I couldn't... Yeah. Digest food properly. It didn't look like you could do your vacuum as well as you could in earlier no, I shows. Couldn't, I couldn't, yeah. No, I couldn't. I yeah. no, I fucking know. Like it was like it was actually painful. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. watch all the videos and talk about how I'm using shit. <laughs> I tried everything. Yeah. Um, but the, um, yeah, so if that's like you're saying, if you think about that being the centerpiece of your physique, yeah. and I can get it a little bit smaller, a little bit more detailed, more controlled, then that's just going to make the rest of me look bigger, especially if I keep bringing up my legs and then everything's just going to flow better. See, that was a mistake. You know, because for me, it's not just about building muscle everywhere. Yeah. It's about improving what I have and just making everything better. And I think also with the training, I don't need to be squatting eight plates anymore. No, you don't. So, no, so it's like I need to change my approach. So my leg training in terms of load has been less than it's been. Do you, think do you think your legs would grow? I always wonder this with guys like you. Do you think you took your body to such a point with like the heavy, heavy squats? Do you think your legs would all of a sudden be shocked into growth if you went to like well that's what look, look look at my legs at tampa versus the but one second instead of saying like eight plates for how many reps do you do eight plates for two oh no seven plates for six seven eight are you fucking serious yeah okay well how about if you did four plates for 20 yeah exactly is that gonna like that do you think that would work yeah it would and that's exactly so why did but after tampa as um i was in because that's where joe bennett the hypertrophy coach lives and he came down to the red cart and d2 uh flex gym with me two days after Tampa and I said Joe help me out my legs because he's trained with Bukowski he's got good legs himself he obviously trains flex he was training Dallas brought Dallas's legs up a lot and I was yeah, like, Let's yeah. Fuck and he just he taught me a ton of just things that you can do none of it was stuff I haven't already done it was just a bit it was less it was less just think, thinking about just pounding the weight versus making everything harder with the same weight yeah so three days, like three days after my show, I was still a safety bar squatting five plates, but the way he had me doing it was so much different. And then yeah. every, we only did like four movements, but every single one he milked the fuck out of and he pushed me past my limit on every single set. Oh, so you were doing failure on all the sets. So, yeah, but it was like, but not on the big, big heavy stuff. So on the, like the safety bar squats. So explain, explain bar. like a, what a leg workout looked out quickly. So, what I, did, like, so the, what I did with Joe was we would do leg curls first and we would do, we'd just do sets of say six to eight, just getting a real good feel for it. And yeah. So maximum, max set of like six to eight and then okay. we'd do without failure. And then we'd do uh, a back off set. So the second set we'd do a back off set. We'd do sort of like eight to 10 to absolute failure plus partials, plus a drop, plus partials, plus oh, a drop, fuck. plus partials. Oh, plus fuck. Partials. And then an ISO hold where you pull yourself forward on the machine and let it hold into the stretch position for 15 seconds. Yeah. And every single fiber of my hamstrings was fucking done. See, but don't you, don't, don't you wonder, like, people say, like, oh, that's too much. Like, that's, you're just torturing the yeah, muscle. No, like, but that's just, that was one set. And then yeah. I moved on. It took me, like, 10 minutes. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying it's yeah, too much. No, but I mean, at least, I mean, normally I'm just a big, I just do straight sets for legs. I just yeah. do straight sets. And so, for example, just like on the, we did the same thing on the leg extension. And then we did safety bar squats real heavy, just like up to like a max set, max set of like six to eight, but leaving like a rep in the tank because he's just, yeah. because injury sake and he still wants me loading, but he said it's not, we don't, they kind of agree that if I take, you take that load to failure, my CNS is going to be trashed. Yeah, 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 yeah. So when it came to leg press, it was the same kind of thing we were doing. I think we were doing sets of 10 until I went to a set where it was all out failure at 10 reps. And then we did a second set where he, we, it was a slight back off in the, in the weight. Yeah. Same again, drop. Same again, drop. Same again, drop. And then he oh. did the top and then I did partials. And it was, it was just horrendous. So wait a minute. So he's basically doing um, like a load failure and then a volume failure after it. Pretty much. So he's combining the two systems. Well, most and people do, really, yeah, most people do just, one or the other. But, the, but there's loads of nuance in the way he gets you to move the weight. So yeah. it's like, 
He was just making everything more efficient, yeah. harder, but trying to make me stronger. And it's, it's kind of everything in one. It was really good. I think people are on him a lot about his movements. People that... completely misunderstand what he says. Just like JP, everyone says thinks JP's all about just train heavy, as heavy as possible, get strong, get strong. Yeah. And then Joe's very much always goes on about the execution. Execution. Yeah. They're both saying the same thing. Yeah. But people think Joe's all about execution and JP's all about load. If you listen to what JP said, he's very much about the execution. Yeah. Getting stronger, and so is Joe. They're very much the same in terms of their mindset of training. Okay, but wait a minute. I don't understand that because when I look at JP's training, I see someone who's insane and just lifting like all load all the time. Yeah, that's all he films, though. That's not all he does. He doesn't film. Yeah. Like I, just like I don't. Yeah. Um, just if you look at some of Joe's videos, he's squatting five plates or he's, he's doing rack balls with six, seven plates. Yeah, but more often than not, he's doing like... Yeah, but that's, again, that's, but again, that's just teaching people movement. Patterns. It's the Instagram it's, world, yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, I don't think it's, but like Jordan, go yeah, ahead. Sorry. I think there's a, I think there's a time and place for everything. You should, yeah. do, the heavy stuff, you should do everything else as well. Yeah. But um, I just, I see people get on him a lot about his movements. Yeah. Like, Oh, why do you do that? That's stupid. What, what, it's like, I understand that it's not all he's doing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, if somebody could teach you something new, why, why be closed minded no, about I, it? I agree. I agree. So some of what he does is fluffy and he agrees, but it's like, yeah. But that's not the only thing you're doing in a session. That's right. Yeah. Like, so if you if you've just done a heavy, heavy chest workout and everything's like four or five plate incline barbell, like heavy dumbbell press, heavy machine press, and then he gets used to do something fluffy at the end, that yeah. fluffy at the end is probably going to be the most painful thing of the session. Yeah. Yeah, I got it. You know, so he's, he's so is he down in Florida? Is that, is that how you hooked up with him? He's in Tampa. Yeah, he's with Redcon as well. So. Everybody's in Florida now, eh? Yes, sir. I well, just it just seems like people are moving to Florida, and like that's where the bodybuilding. Yeah, it seems that way. Mecca yeah. is. Yeah, I'm actually going to Florida next week. So. How long are you staying there for? About a week. I think it's are you training week. at the new? Oh, you're going to the new Redcon gym. Yeah, yeah, we're going for the open day though. Why did they do that? They got sick of using Flex's gym. No, I just think they have an opportunity that, because all the Redcon staff trained in this one gym down the road from where the warehouse, and okay. it was not for sale. So Aaron just thought, "I'll buy it." Oh, Redcon gym, and then it's so it just happened by chance. It was, I think. I think knowing Aaron, knowing he's a big fan, he I think he's always wanted a gym. Yeah. Um, but it's just it, opening one from scratch is hard. He's busy now. And then one, just kind of the, the one that he trained out, I think it came up for sale. He got an offer and got it, I guess. Do you know if he repainted all, like red? Like yeah, red. I know he's, he's redone the whole thing. He's refurbished the whole thing. So. <laughs> Must yeah, be fun. Equipment. Must be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm looking forward to going to train. He's handpicked a lot of the equipment. Like, it's really old equipment. Um, I like the old shit better sometimes. Yeah, he's found a lot of the old stuff. Like, um, um, I was at Dorian's gym recently. Uh, they have an old T-bar. It's just literally just like the platform and the bar. Yeah. And then they have the new Arsenal one. Yeah. And I swear, I like the old one better. Yeah, I don't like the Arsenal one. It's, yeah, the Arsenal one's tricky. It's like, it's weird the way it kind of, it feels like it's pulling you forward a bit. Yeah. See, I just like having the landmine in the wall. Like, bolt down. I, I, yeah, I do I do both. I, I do both. I don't know why. Sometimes I, some, if I just want to like like grip it and rip it, then I'm like, okay, put the anvil in the corner, do it off the ground. But I feel like I get a better range of motion, I'd say, if yeah. I'm if I'm on See, the platform. I, I mean, I, I've got these handles that actually put the, the hands flush with where the plates are. So they're okay. the same no matter what plates you use. I see. Um, okay. So it's not too bad. But normally you're right because the handles are a lot smaller, so the plates are like here. Where yeah. Yeah. So you put it sitting in the chest way before your range is complete. Yeah. But we have the, hand, the handles I, I had them made, and they're a bit longer. 
Yeah. So that flush with the, the plates. Like a, a when are you going to start? When are you going to start training again? Um, I was going to go today, but then the hospital thing came up. Um, it was just like, like an hour drive away, so um, it kind of fucked up the whole day. Uh, so I, wait a minute, I got a, I got other news. Aren't you? What are we doing with your? Did we talk about your coach? No. Do you want to oh, talk about that? Well, my coach is Chris. Are you working with Chris? Yeah, I'm still with Chris. Oh, okay. I didn't know if you were still working with Chris or not. Oh, yeah, I'm still working with Chris. I'm just not at the moment. So I don't need Chris in the moment. Oh, so you're doing your own off-season shit? Yeah, I normally do. I just kind of just send him pictures every now and then and say, I'm too fat. Or I'll just tell him what I'm eating and he'll just kind of like say, how are you getting on? It's, oh, okay. Because um, the one thing I know how to do is grow muscle. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of need him to tell me. You, you, you just don't know how to get in shape. Sorry, you left you left the door open there. I couldn't I couldn't delve it. But yeah, yeah. So I mean, yeah. I mean, Chris, I don't plan to go anywhere else. So, all right, let's um, let's hit a couple of these questions. I I just put them in. I put I got some questions on the YouTube and let's do it. I uh, sorted them by top comments, not not newest first. So we'll see what we have here, but. The first one, it's kind of long, so just I want you to just hear it out because okay, I need help. I'm skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm skinny. We shouldn't laugh. Should we laugh? We shouldn't laugh at them, should we? Yeah, it's, like, it's all right. Let's just laugh. Let's go. I'm skinny, and I got tired of always being called skinny. In quotes, you don't eat, etc. So I started working out, assuming that I'll help, but I feel like I'm not getting anywhere. I'm not getting to where I want. I want to be thicker instead of skinny. I eat five eggs in the morning with a hot dog and a protein shake every day. <laughs> Been doing that for a while now and still haven't seen any weight gain. I don't know if it's my metabolism or what. That's I just want not, to... <laughs> so, so, is that all you eat? I don't know. I read it. I'm like, I'm like well, who, fucking, who fucking told them to eat a hot dog? I want to know where the hot dog it's came from. Not, five eggs and a hot dog and a protein shake. <laughs> That's a good breakfast, to be honest. I'll do that. Um... Wait, seriously, who ever prescribed a hot dog? I want to know where the fuck so, that came I, from. I don't know. It's a good idea. But why, but why is he just eating that at breakfast? And then what's he doing for the rest of the day? I don't know. He didn't say anything. He thinks maybe so, just... The- I mean, if you do that six times a day, I guarantee you'll get bigger. <laughs> no, he won't. There's no carbs in it. Yeah, it's the bun. Oh, if he eats the bun with it's the hot dog. It depends if he's eating the bun. Add yeah. the bun. Add the bun. <laughs> yeah. that's, what, that's the answer. Okay. Yeah, that's yeah, the answer. The and do that five to six times a day. <laughs> Okay. All right. Let me see here. Bodybuilding. Is it, is it, is it size and open bodybuilding more important than other factors? Seems like they're judging based on the size only. Well, the, the top three at the Olympia were some of the smaller guys on stage. Are you talking about? I think it's because some of these guys look at the classic guys and they see their structure and they see how like conditioned they are and they think it's just size, but they're not comparing apples to apples. Like, Obviously, it's not size. You're right, because Brandon, uh, Bonac, and Hottie were not the biggest guys in the show. No, no. And then Dexter, Dexter was forwards also. He's not. They're not the biggest bodies up there. So no, not, not even close. So it's whoever has the best combination of everything. Uh, what was your most embarrassing moment at the gym? Shit, my pants probably. I was just going to say you probably shit your pants. Yeah, I didn't tell anyone. I was really, I was really annoyed. You I didn't tell know. anyone? No, I didn't want to. Just what do you mean? They didn't tell you. I don't want to fill my pants. Like, oh, God, it's just like, you know, I've shat Wait a minute. Did you, 
<laughs> did you like shart or did you fucking shit your pants? Oh, it's a bit in between. It was in between. It was like, I, was pretty, I was pretty unwell. Um, did you leave or did you stay yeah, and finish the workout? No, I think I tried. I think I went and just took my, my underpants off, got a little wash, put them in the bin, cracked on, I think. And you finished your workout? Yeah. That's a hardcore, buddy. Well, I did. I, I shouldn't have trained. I was probably, you know, when you're, you're really, you're, when you're kind of first into it, and you think, I can't miss anything. I have to be 100%. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I'll just be tiny. I was like yeah. that. And, but then before you know it, um, get ill. Don't want to miss any time off the gym. Train through it, straining while doing a lift. A bit of, bit of a yeah. It happens. It does happen. And it hasn't happened since because I know I know now. I've lesson learned. Mine it was before I met my wife. I tried to talk to this girl. She was doing calf raises. Yeah. So I walk over to try and talk to her. And you don't you don't really talk to girls at the gym. Like it just doesn't I don't know, it doesn't always work. No, I don't. So I walk over and I swear to God, she kept doing calf raises just so I wouldn't talk to her. It's like, I was just standing there waiting. Like I was kind of like, it was so awkward, man. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm standing there and I'm like, I don't want to interrupt her. But at the same time, I'm like, now I'm standing here. I can't just walk away because I look even dumber. So I stood there waiting for her to finish her set. And I swear she just kept going. She would do like a drop set. And and I'm like, I think she's waiting for me to leave. So I just walked away eventually. And that was probably my most, to me, to you, it probably doesn't sound like anything. To me, it was one of my fucking worst moments ever. Cause I'm it's like, not, it's, it's probably not as bad as shit in your pants, mate. So no, well, if there's people watching you, like my boys well, are she, watching. She, she, she might've just been doing a massive, she might've just thought you were waiting for the machine. No, I, cause I kind of saw her look over. <laughs> Keep doing her thing. Oh, so, okay. So, yeah. you look, you, so uh, okay, I'm this <laughs> she's looked over and you caught her looking. In a, she's actually just been like, what is he? At this point, I'm like three or four feet away from her. How like big are you? How big are you? I was probably 280, 290. Yeah, so you're a big dude. She's probably like, that's horrendous. She's <laughs> giving me the eyes. So you, just go, so you kind of waddle over there. Yeah. yeah. You just stand there breathing and sweating really heavily. That's right. And she just carries on. Yeah. And I'm like, but, I, but she, I, I know she looked and saw me there and didn't stop. And that's I'm like, quite, that, that is quite brutal. It's like, the, did, you, did, you, did you hang your head and kind of skulk off? I, the worst part was my boys were watching me because I'm like, oh, watch oh, this. <laughs> I'm like, watch this. And then it was like a, just a fucking that's fail. Amazing. Yeah. So, no, I never shit my pants. I, I, I wouldn't. You probably have once or twice in your life. I think everyone has. It's just well, one of those things that no one wants to admit. Well, not at the gym. I've shit my pants, just not at the gym. Yeah. Well, mine was just a, a sharp, but a little bit more because I was well. So, <laughs> I'd rather shit my pants to get rejected by a chick. Yeah, same. I think you that story. You know There's no one knew except for me. Yeah, see, you could just hide it. It was only embarrassing for me. Yeah, everybody was watching me. So there, was like, there was a girl at our, in my old gym once. I had a, she was wearing uh, yellow leggings. Yeah. And she just had a big brown smear right in her ass crack. No, I saw and, that uh, once too. I don't think she, I don't think anyone told her. I don't think she realized, but she yeah. would have had to have realized at one point when she got home. Yeah. But she was, she was training her legs. So every time she went down to squat, you just saw this like, Oh, like just, the, I yeah. saw that once too. There was an older lady and she had like, you know, the, those asses that go in, like just like her back, <laughs> it's just like her yeah. lower back went like it. And then, but you could see a, like a little smudge oh. and I'm like, and she was wearing white, like tight shorts. 
And I'm like, oh, God. And she had an any ass in this little brown spot. I'm like, oh, this the whole thing. Is, is awful. Yeah. Anyway, um, Body of Legend says, coming to terms with taking gear for the first time and not knowing if it will negatively affect your body and destroy your life. That's not sure. Extreme? What do you mean? That's a topic, not a question. That's a really, really extreme, like, wait. So, so read it again. Yeah. Coming to terms with taking gear for the first time and not knowing if it will negatively affect your your body and destroy your life. See, I don't know what he means there. It sounds he's like saying, he, I think he's saying... It sounds like he's already started. Yeah. It comes to the fact he's ruined his own life. Yeah, he's like already decided that it's going to destroy him. So I guess we should talk about the fact that it's not going to destroy you and you can fucking do it in a healthy way so that it doesn't fuck you up. I think everyone takes too much. I actually, I got to tell you this, something. I got, a, I got a guy in the podcast in two days. His name's Mike and he works at the, uh, the Instagram pages at the research station. I don't know if you've seen it. No. This guy does videos on uh, all different types of gear and SARMs and everything. Dude, I'm telling you, go watch the videos. There, he does a whole bunch of IGTV videos. And all he talks about, which is it's, it's fascinating. He does like a whole series on trend and a whole series on, series on SARMs. It's uh, at the research station. Let me see if I can find it. I don't, I don't know if there's like an underscore or not. Right. Yeah, it's the underscore research underscore station. The underscore research underscore station. This is good radio, isn't it? It's good podcast. Well, no, it is good because oh, people, yeah, follow back. He already follows me. Nice. Because um, it is good because the people that are watching this can go there and check it out. This guy, if you watch his videos, says we're all taking way too much shit. Yes, and I agree with that. So I, oh, no, 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 no. Not like me and you talk about it. He's like, your maximum test jo- dose should be 500 milligrams. I kind of agree. Really? Yeah, that's. I didn't go over that for the last 18 months. Really? Yeah, my. I'm not going to go into specifics because I don't want to. I don't know if I'm allowed. <laughs> but I think for the Arnold, my total was about 12 to 1400, including oils. Everything. Everything. See, that's what this guy's t- talking about. And this, because- and this is, and this is when, with Chris, because he, sometimes when he tells me, he's like, do this. I'm like, is that a joke? He's like, yeah, do that. I'm like, okay. And it works. And I felt really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I felt like, I mean, I, I know I've said I, I did fade off at the end, but I still managed like fucking 10 months solid. Oh, of course, Tampa, yeah. yeah. Was Tampa, that was a long time. I still had No, no, no. Up. But wait a minute. We're not talking about the... No, but, what I mean, but what I mean is that everyone takes so much. It gets to the point where their body breaks down and just cannot handle it. Listen, I'll be honest with you. And a lot of you guys are going to want to hear this because this is fucking no bullshit. My sweet spot is 1250. And that's not for everything. That's just for test. Yeah. That's generally where I lie. But when you add more shit to it, is, is it better or does nothing really happen? No, it feels better. But this is the thing. All the negative side effects that come with it. And I'm not talking about gyno and fucking hair loss. And I, I'm talking yeah. about night sweats, yeah. psychosis, fucking uh, anxiety, t- blood pressure, like yeah. things, your kidney levels, like shit that gets way out of whack. Yeah. yeah. The way, if you listen to these uh, IGTV videos, he makes it sound like Tren is the fucking, is poison. Like he's talking about, he said something in there, I think his dose daily. He said it's best to do seven days a week 
And he's like, he's talking about 25 to 50 milligrams a day. Yeah. And he said, it's better if you do seven days a week. And he thinks trend E is like, never, never take trend E. Well, I mean, it sounds like he's, he's on kind of the same wavelength as I've kind of been last year. I'm not saying I'm not being all high and mighty here. I just do No, it. no, I get it. I just do what Chris told me. And yeah. I wasn't expecting it to work as well as it did. And I've, a lot of the people I work with, I give them a fuck all and it works really well. Yeah. I kind of feel like, <clears throat> I feel like there's a point where if you go too high, it affects your performance and it starts affecting your recovery because you feel like shit. So you don't sleep so well. You get night sweats. Um, this is how it... So much happens and it's like, I always say to people, if you feel like you're not on anything, you feel good, then that's enough. Yeah. As soon well, as you I'll start t- feeling shit, or you, anything I can feel, I don't want to use it. I'll tell you this. I don't want to butcher his IGTV because he obviously explains it in a way that he knows the fuck he's talking about. But basically, he does one on dosing. And he's like, all your shit goes into a funnel and it has to be pushed through your liver. And he goes, all this extra shit you're doing is just gone to waste or it sits in your fatty tissue and it's, it's toxic. Yeah. And Chris, actually, one of the things he said is he said, if you use too much, it's harder to get in shape. Yeah. Well, the thing is, Chris never did, Chris never did my stack. Okay. We never discussed that. Chris just did my nutrition. And I don't know if that was, it wasn't my choice. He just never brought it up and I never really brought it up. And that's how it was. But, but um, anyway, I got this guy on the podcast and I find it, I find it fascinating that he's not telling people not to do juice. He's like, look, you guys are going to do it. I'm going to teach you to do it the best way possible for you. Do you, know, do, you know what, do you know what as well? One of the things that I think everyone needs to hear as well is I think one of the, I think, do you think, well, actually, do you just go off topic? Do you think the reason why people use so much is because the people selling it are telling them to use that much? Um, not everybody. Some people. No, not, every, not everyone, but then, yeah. if the, and the, but then they'll, or would you also think everything's a bit underdosed that people are using? Well, that's a, that's a definite. That's a, the one thing these guys told me. I spoke to him on a phone. Yeah. And I don't want to, I'm not going to mention any name. They didn't tell me any names, so I can't mention any names. But they said, I'm just going to, I'll put it this way. They said like 90% of the labs they tested had something wrong with them. 90%. And they tested over 100 labs. Damn. And they have a lab to test this shit. It's not like a bathroom sink testing yeah, kit. Yeah. It's like, they said that out of a hundred labs, like ninety percent were fucking shit, or had something wrong with them. Either they were underdosed, or they had some kind of uh, virus in them, or they weren't. They were they were made in a like they were dirty. They weren't clean or whatever. Like they just. So yeah, I think for sure part of it is that like somebody may think they're taking six hundred milligrams of trend and they're really taking three. That's definitely a possibility. But I think there's a lot of people, like you said, that don't know what they're doing and they watched like somebody's YouTube video or their buddy told them to take a thousand milligrams. So they do. But I think there's people like me, like when I started, I started at like 500, I think yeah. was my starting point. And then I, I guess it's just common sense would think that you have to, as you get bigger, you have to go up. Yeah. So I kept going and going and going and I actually reached a, a level that I don't, I'm not, I'm not happy with. And it yeah. didn't. So I came. I came back from that level. I actually think it's quite a nice surprise when you find out you don't need as much. No, it was because I went. I listen. I went to two thousand at one point. Yeah. And I didn't do it long. It was like three or four months. But I'm like, I feel like shit. Yeah. I feel like shit. I look like a water bag. I, I'm not any stronger than I was at fifteen hundred or. Yeah. So I realized that 
and, and the guy that I talked to on Wednesday for our podcast is probably going to tell me I'm a, a moron for doing what I did. But yeah, when I, right. but when I came back to 1250, I felt healthier and I felt yeah. just as strong as I was at 2000. Yeah. And I just, I mean, I, I've tried to push the envelope a few times just to see, you need yeah. to know for certain. Actually, yeah. honestly, I probably, nothing happened. No. I, I mean, I don't really get many sides anyway. I'm quite lucky. My blood work didn't get any worse, but I just thought, I just don't feel great. Well, let me, but let me tell you. And I just, and and then since I've been with Chris, everything has been so conservative. Like, like the stuff you hear Dorian do. And when you hear Dorian's Olympic cycle, everyone's like, that's bullshit. Yeah. I pretty much just copy that now from my shows and it works just fine. Um, Yeah. And it's, it's easy to get in shape. You feel fresh. And I think a lot of the time, People feel so shitty the last few weeks of prep is because they think the well, the leaner I get, the more the closer to the show I get, the more drugs I have to throw at myself. No, that's the opposite of what I do. Yeah, and I, but a lot of people yeah. do that. No, no, I know. I know. Like, push their tram out, they'll yeah. start adding fucking X, Y, Z into the equation. And it's like, I don't, and I think that contributes so much to you feeling like shit more mm-hmm. than you just the diet and the cardio and you being tired. You put that on top of it, your body's just a fucking just all over the shot. It's just not a nice place. It's not a nice way to feel. And your body cannot be processing things as efficiently as it should be. How can your body be burning body fat as efficiently as you want it to? Yeah. It's processing that amount of drugs. But it's not even just it, the way he explains it. Like, I really want you to go watch it. And I, I'm, yeah, well, I'm, I'm, going to. I'm telling you guys out there, if you're listening, go watch this guy's uh, IGTV. And he takes on clients too. He takes on clients and I'm not trying to sell. I'm not getting anything out of this. I just, I was really, really blown away at the way he explained it. Cause there has been many times where people have said to me, Oh yeah, man, you got to take less. You don't need that much, yeah. but they never explained why. Yeah. And when he actually puts it out there in a biological terms, it says, this is what your liver does. This is what your liver can handle. This yeah. is what your body, you kind of go, Holy fuck. What have I been doing all this time? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it sounds like he's one of those like people like Dante Trudeau. He just he is. things so simply, but very advanced, but so everyone can understand it. Yeah. So you, you know, can't, it's like, re- it's like the, um, it's like what somebody said to me once, it's like a pint glass can only take a pint. They can't take any more. That's the same yeah. idea. Yeah. So once you, once you start putting more in, it doesn't, it doesn't fill it doesn't do anything. It's, yeah. it just doesn't do anything. But it's even worse because the way he explains it, you almost think to yourself, I'm actually growing less by doing more because my body is not using everything properly. No, exactly. And that's, yeah. and that's something I feel like I've learned a lot since being with Chris. And that's all really valuable I've learned with Chris. Yeah. And that, I'm not saying less is more. But more is certainly not better. But it sounds like less is more. Like when, yeah. he, when, when, when I heard him say 500 was like the max for your test dose, I was like, what the fuck? But then like, again, going back to the argument, that 1250 you're taking might be half toast. And it can be 500, you don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's why it feels so good. So I don't think so, but it's always possible. I know, I know, I know. But it's... Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think the people like that who are putting out this kind of education, like I don't really like talking about gear too much yeah. because mostly because people just don't believe us. I don't care if they believe it. Cause you know what? This is a, this is what I've, the, the realization I've come to, cause I get the emails. Yeah. There's 25% that think we're completely full of shit. Yeah. There's like 50% that like are on the fence and there's 25% that are like, yeah, you know what? I trust them. <laughs> the thing is, is that there's no agenda to lie about it. No, no, I know, but my point is, like, if 10 people are listening and four people believe me, I'm good. That's yeah, fine. Yeah, I agree. But if the other six people think we're talking shit... 
don't care. I'm lie, but, but why? What do they think we're lying about? Why yeah, but I don't give a shit. Go follow Tony Huge. By all, by all his, by all his, by all his SARMs. Oh, dude, you gotta watch his fucking thing on SARMs. If you watch his thing on SARMs, you're like, you're just your mind is like fucking. I know nothing about SARMs. I don't either, but when I watch this thing, it's like even worse than I thought. The only thing I know about SARMs and peptides is everyone that bangs on about how good they are have fuck more muscle. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I think, I'm good. I think Evan said that to me. Evan said that to me once. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, 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 it's the thing. Is like. Yeah, if you mix this peptide and this is incredible. So yeah. Why are you not big then? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, anyway, I'm going to have him on the podcast. I'm going to ask him like... Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just one of this page. So I'm going to look at that. A million questions. So. I think it's interesting. I think it's really interesting. I, I think it's like... It, you know, the other thing that I... <laughs> this is funny. Why I was so like, oh, less is, less is works way better. Yeah. It's less money, isn't it? You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? I don't know if that counts for GH. I want to ask him about that. For me, it does. Okay, I'm going to be very honest here. I've pushed up to 10 pharma before. Quite yeah. Recently, and yeah. felt fucking shit. Really? Nothing happened. I could, I, could, I could barely keep my eyes open. Um, it just made me look and feel like shit. I went to and, not. But I didn't, get, I didn't get any benefits. I didn't get leaner. I didn't get bigger. I didn't get fuller. I just looked worse and felt worse. And so for me, three to, three, well, three to four is plenty. Can I tell you? Because I don't really? think it fucking does anything. I don't think it builds muscle. Okay, let me let me just let me tell you something really embarrassing. Okay, yeah. so the uh, the pharma kits are eighteen IU's per vial that I get. Yeah. So I got up to nine, right. and I I felt great. Right. I was eating like two thousand calories, which is nothing, but my muscle all looked full and round. I'm like, but I was sleepy and I was like, I had all that shit going on. Like all that, all that was there, but muscularly I felt great. So like the last, I usually cut it out like a week before the show. So the week before I cut it out, I had like X amount of vials left. So it's like, I'm going to see what happens if I just do the whole thing. So I did the whole, nothing happened. I just want to, I just want to say I did the whole thing so I'm embarrassed to say I did go up to 60 or 18 IU for one week. Yeah. That's the highest I've ever gone. It was only well, for I that. Just, I just think it's one of those things like insulin and this is a big thing and no and this is going to probably think people are going to think I'm talking shit. It doesn't build muscle. Oh, I hate fucking insulin. Don't get me started. It insulin. doesn't build muscle. Growth no. hormone does not build muscle. I'm telling you this because but, bro, think, but, but, but growth hormone you. but growth hormone does keep you full. Yeah, this is, so again, as I just said, it's another cosmetic drug. So, but wait a minute, um, wait a minute. I, I, okay, so this, okay, this is my view on GH. But wait a second, I want to ask you a question. Doesn't GH build satellite cells? Supposedly, but in the real world, does it really? Like, there's a well, lot. There's a lot of things that there's a lot of things scientifically you know, on paper that are supposed to do a certain thing, but in reality, you know, it doesn't really. Like EQ, does it ever make you hungry? No, no. <laughs> there you go, right? But on paper, it's supposed to find everyone's appetite. Oh, wait a minute. Just wait a minute. Don't change the subject. So if you're building satellite cells, you can't say, I don't believe the science. No, I'm not saying I don't believe the science, but I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm saying it's, it's not enough to warrant using it. It's, it's not, no, it's not noticeable. Is, but, it doesn't do much. It's noticeable, but not till you build those satellite cells. Okay, so up. let me, let me, uh, so let me just go okay, on. Okay, okay, okay. Um, go on, go on, go ahead. The, 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 the GH, I think, I think that the higher you go in dosages, you're just burning money. I think there's a, I think a smaller dose, I think what it does is cosmetically, you're fuller around, it keeps you a little bit tighter, you recover better. If you're recovering better and you're sleeping yeah. better, you'll grow faster. Okay. So it's just a byproduct. 
but I don't think it just builds muscle. I don't think it's the holy grail. I don't think more is better. I just think it's one of those things that if you use a small amount for a very long period, it, it has like a benefit in terms of like how you look and feel, but anything yeah. higher than six, I think is a waste in my opinion. Okay. I'll give you my honest opinion. I think six is the best number yep. of, of pharma. Yep. I think if you're dieting for a show going up, can help only because it honestly going to nine helped me. I felt rounder. So like again, you said, it's, again, it's just again, cosmetic. Again, it's just cosmetic. It's exactly. not, this, is, yeah. this is what I'm yeah. saying. So I think yeah. that I, say, I think it's the same with insulin. Yeah. Insulin is another thing that's cosmetic. No, but I do. Yeah. So you have to have the muscle there already for it to do anything. But I do disagree with you on the fact that GH can build muscle. And I don't think it builds muscle in the same way that testosterone does. But I think if you're building satellite, if you're building new satellite cells, do you mean like those- do you mean like the um, hyperplasia? Yeah, yeah. So if you're building new satellite cells, those are going to grow eventually. I've heard like what I'm saying. Know, like this is probably I've real. Heard the, I've heard the hyperplasia thing only occurs when you're of a certain age. That's another thing I've heard, which is very very young. Oh, okay. Which is why okay. they give it to kids who have the uh, the pituitary disorders. This okay. is what I mean. That's just something that I. But in Dan Duchesne's book, because Dan Duchesne, I think his book's still very good for these yeah. yeah. He re-released the book again, just so he could change his whole mind on, on GH. And he basically says, all athletes and bodybuilders use it purely out of um, paranoia because all bodybuilders and athletes... Because everybody else is using it, yeah. Exactly. I don't, well, I don't, and I'm, I wouldn't take it out because yeah. I'd be too worried to be like, well, it might help. But it's, well, um, I don't think it's the Holy Grail. I don't think it's like if you can, all of a sudden if you can get far, I don't expect all of a sudden to just be like, whoa. I think it's more of a, I think the best benefit of GH is the fullness aspect. Which is cosmetic. Cosmetic. You know, I agree. Yeah, with you. But you and, have to have the muscle there to begin with. That's right. And the, but the reason I say that is I did the Dallas Europa in 2014 without it. Yeah. And it was probably the most shredded I ever was. Yeah. And I'd I didn't. Say, I'd say I'm proud of that too. Yeah. So I don't, you're right. I don't think it's the Holy Grail, but I think if you're dieting, it allows you, and you can tell me if you think this is wrong, but I feel like it allows you to diet on a little less calories than you could yeah, if no, you exactly. didn't have it. No, yeah. yeah, I would, I would yeah. agree with that as well. Again, so it's, that, so it has but, a muscle so, sparing aspect yeah, to it. So I'm, I, the only point I'm telling you saying here is it doesn't build muscle to the level that people think. It doesn't, everything you've just said is nothing to do with building to muscle. The de- yeah, to the level that you think. So yeah, all the positive points you said, like, oh, but when you're in prep, it helps you retain that fullness. Again, that's not building muscle. I agree, I agree. I agree. So I think you. it's one of those things, it's like, it's... But uh, you know what? I, I agree with you the whole time because yeah. I, I usually don't take as much in off season. Yeah, I just used like two or three. Just yeah. it's, it's, it's mostly just so I sleep better and recover from training. So. Yeah, I just like the full feeling I get from it. Yeah, and also you don't get quite as fat. And I think again, it's, it's cosmetic. I think the paranoia thing too might play into effect. Like, yeah, absolutely. Like you have to have it just because. Because yeah, he, because he, he, when he said he tested it, he when he wrote the, the book initially, I think he pretty. I'm obviously paraphrasing everything he said, but he basically got to the point where he says, um, "G." It's incredible. But then in the second book, he's like, I said that based on what everyone was telling me, but I hadn't, at that point, I hadn't personally tested it. I hadn't oh, tested okay. it. it. does fuck all. Yeah. You know, so. Huh. Interesting. Well, so, I mean, so, it's, like, it's, like insulin, it's like insulin. If you look at Milos, he talks about it openly in all these podcasts. I yeah. love Milos. He's a good friend of mine. It's everything he does with insulin is purely cosmetic. 
Yeah, of course. It's just filling you out for a show or something like that. Yeah, or, so it's like, I mean, with, with muscle, yeah. you have you have muscle that's muscle, and then you have the kind of storage muscle, which is yeah. like a sarcoplasmic volume, and I think it just increases that, not actual muscle. I hate so it. So it might be able to increase the storage capacity of the muscle, which, again, if, is, isn't real muscle, but it looks like it. So, again, it's cosmetic. If anybody wants a, a cautionary tale, don't fucking... Insulin is, I think, what made my stomach grow. Not, but I want to, I want to correct that with, not the insulin itself, but the food I had to eat to match the insulin. Yeah, well, I've never been a big insulin guy, ever. I've never. I did it for one year because this coach I had at the time was like, "We should, you know, we should do this, whatever." So I did. After that year, I never did it again. I'm like, this is just fucking shit. I look like shit. I look fat. My stomach's thicker. I'm not going to do it anymore. I just think it's like, it is very person dependent. Like Ben, he, I think it depends on how well your body stores nutrients. Yeah. So like some people just burn, this is what, I think this is what somatotypes are, like endomorphs, ectomorphs, blah, blah, blah. I think you either store nutrients, you burn nutrients, and the way you store them is either fat or muscle, preferentially. I see. So, okay. So some people, like Ben, yeah. he just burns through tissue. He just, sorry, he just burns through calories. He finds it really hard to grow. He doesn't store much. Yeah. So when he uses insulin, it increases his storage capacity, but luckily for him, he stores the majority of it That's right. muscle, yeah. in his muscle. Yeah. Whereas a lot of people, like, if I were to use a lot more insulin, I think I would just get fat. Yeah, that's how I am. Yeah, so, and it's, again, because that's just the way my, my body is. The like, thing is this, if I got fat in the off-season from it, but I was still gaining muscle, I wouldn't care. But the thing is this, if I, if I start at, like, five IUs pre-workout, right? Mm-hmm. My pump is awesome for like the first day, second day, third day. Yeah. Then I got to go to eight IUs. Then I got to go to 10 IUs. Yeah. I don't want to be doing fucking 20, 30, 40 no, IUs. Fuck, of fucking. Fuck so anything where it's like, it, I'm only going to get 10 good days or 20 good days out of it. Yeah. Like, I don't want to fucking do it. I, like think, I think this is one of those things. It's like, it's, it's quite a good thing. If you want a higher, a very high carb day in your off season, a couple of times a week, maybe. If you're trying to push the food on those days, but use it every day. I think it's a bit. Yeah, so, I can agree with you there. Again, it depends how you use it because some some people use it medicinally to help. Because if if somebody is not, if somebody uses high carbs anyway, and that's what they have to do to grow, their 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 pancreas is taking a pounding from. That. Can I ask you a separate question? What do you think about the long acting insulin, not Humulin R, but the twenty four hour dose? Oh, Lantus. I've never used it. You never yeah. use it because a lot of guys swear by that. Yeah, a lot of guys do. But again, if, we, if, if this goes back to what I was just saying, if somebody right. just like has a, they need they have a very high tolerance for carbs and for them to grow they need a very high carb diet yeah that person's pancreas is working its ass off all day eventually it's going to burn out yeah so for those people if they want to introduce insulin to the diet they're already doing just to help their body out yeah. a little bit i yeah. think that's different that's a that's kind of what i meant by the law the 24 hour because then your yeah, pancreas so, is like yeah. a help all day long yeah so i think maybe in that respect it yeah. can help again that's it's kind of a different thing you're already eating the food anyway you're just trying to help it your body yeah. out I was going to try that for a little while. I tried it for a couple of days. I'm like, I can't do this diet because you have to take like zero fat. Yeah. You have to do like a, not zero, but a very low fat diet. Yeah. And I couldn't just do fucking egg whites and chicken and fish and rice all day long. I couldn't do it. Yeah. So I, pre- I prefer a very balanced diet in the off season. Yeah. Actually, I, would, I mean, in fact, I, we've discussed this before. Chris had you very low fat, didn't we? Uh, Chris he had meal fat, yeah. He, I've always had quite high fat. So I always had a salmon meal, a steak meal, and whole eggs in my diet. Whole, yeah. Yeah, but not the added fats, though. That's the thing. Well, I, have, I still have peanut butter sometimes. Oh, okay. okay. So, See, that's the thing. John John uses a lot of added fats. 
It does, yeah. A lot of coconut oils, a lot of peanut butters, a lot of avocados, stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah. um, next question. We'll go. This guy's. We didn't even answer this guy's question. We're gonna. He's gonna destroy his life. We didn't even help him. Uh, if he's gonna destroy your life, don't fucking do it, you moron. <laughs> What do you mean? Like, I'm going to take drugs because muscles are so cool. I'm just willing to ruin your life over. Good. Well, there you go, buddy. There's, there's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next topic is the evolution of posing routines in the open class post Ronnie Coleman. Would you I like suck at posing. Like, I, don't want to talk, I don't want to talk about I know. Posing. Well, this might be a good thing to touch on. This is again. This Let is me finish this question. Something. Let me finish this question. Would you like to see choreographed posing routines come back to the open class? Yes. Uh, less stage pacing. For yes. crowd reaction, why or why not? Yes, I do. Um, because you're, this is where, this, we're actually probably the two best people to talk about this because you're a fucking amazing poser and I, I'm <laughs> shit. But do you, are you just good at it or do you actually practice and you have a passion for it? I never practice. Because I don't give a shit. I find it, like, it's, to me, it's like training abs. I'm like, oh, I have to. I love it. Okay, let me rephrase that. I don't even like, I don't even love being on stage, but no, I don't love it. I, I think, I think if I'm going to be out there doing a routine though, I want to do something cool. Yeah. So I do have, I do want to put some effort, but I don't, I kind of run through it in my head and then I just do yeah, it on that's stage. That's exactly what I do, but whatever I run through in my head is obviously shit too. It's not, it's not <laughs> well, actually, I thought my Olympia routine was pretty good. To be fair, it was one of my, it was one of my better ones. Yeah. But, what I meant, what, so one of the things I always think with bodybuilders, there's like, there's kind of like, two, they, they, this is so generalized, but I think there's, there's like two camps. Yeah. There's like a lot of guys that their passion is the posing, the art, the presentation, the finesse. And other guys are just, it's all about the training and they want to be a freak. Yeah, yeah. It's very rare, if ever, that that's combined. I think there's three camps. There's the camp that doesn't give a shit. And I would put like you in that camp or Evan. Even Dorian, like Dorian's routine yeah, was yeah. good, but it was the same routine every year. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, that's one camp. And then there's another camp that's like the Kai Greens, the Melvin Anthony's, the Darren Charles, like the well, crazy. I would, put, I, would, I would put them in the presentation camp. Yeah, they're in the separate camp, right? Uh, no, I'd put them in the, that's still two, isn't it? Yeah, but there's a third camp. Okay, what's the third camp? Yeah. Me. I don't care, but I don't want to look like an asshole either. Well, you're, yeah, but you're, a, you're an outlier. You don't care that you're an asshole. <laughs> No, yeah, I think I think you could put Dennis Wolf in that in that spot. I think you could put like Hidetata in that spot. I no, think I think will... he, I think he really cares. Yeah, yeah. Huh. But the but you're all very good at posing, so I don't think you fit in. in you, I don't think you fit in my category. But I think you're more. Yeah, I think you're, maybe you're right. Maybe you're a third category. But I think that's again that's something I need to focus on is, is the presentation side because it's, it's like I find it weird that it's so hard for some people. I went to John's house before his uh, Arnold debut. Yeah. And we worked on his routine for like a whole night, like just like over and over. We took pictures. I wrote it down yeah. and uh, he had it down before I left. And then on stage, he messed it up. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it still looked good, but I just found it weird that he could be so good at posing like mandatories. Yeah. And he's just a smart person, but he couldn't, it just didn't flow to him. He didn't like recognize the song beats. Yeah, it's it's. I'm kind of like that, but I think it's more with. I'm not very. But you were a fucking like, drummer, like you're a musician. How can you not hear the beat of the song? I can hear the beat of the song. It doesn't make a fucking dance, does it? Do you fucking hit a pose during the beat? It's not that. Yeah, hard. I can. I do that. That all of that stuff's fine. I mean, it's like I'm not very good at. Creating, oh, the transitions. Like, okay. The transitions and, and making poses that suit me, and 
I just do the same six poses. And then All I right. Well, when next time you're in Canada, I'll help you. Good. Well, there's actually, I've got a friend of mine over here, Owen. He was going to help me for the Olympia. Um, Doesn't that, uh, what's his name? Samson. Isn't he like, uh, he's very good. Yeah, yeah. 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 I think, I think Owen's better because Owen's a classic guy. He was going to help me for the Olympia, but there was a lot of things happening on the last few weeks. I just couldn't get to see him. I'm going to fucking piss myself laughing. You start posing like a classic guy. Oh, but but the thing is, occasionally, if you hit like a, if you hit if you hit a shot, if you're like a bigger guy like me, and you I hit know a shot. I know it looks fucking cool. Occasionally, I know that. As I'm saying, if you do, I will fucking die because you're like went from like shit to like now you're that, hitting that, that's what I, that's what I want to do is I kind of want to because like this year I kind of reinvented myself a little bit by having a vacuum. Yeah, you did. I'm being, being bigger. I'm being a yeah. bit different. That bothered me yeah. a lot, by the way. And then next year, I want the vacuum is going to be way better. I fucking guarantee it. It's going to be like it's going to be like a bump stead. You're going to be able to see my fucking yeah, bump stead. You're going to have a bump you're going to be able back. to see my kidneys from the front. Um, <laughs> and then I want to reinvent myself again by having just a tiny midsection and bring all my all, all those body parts. I think it's a, I think that's the cool thing with bodybuilding is every year you can reinvent yourself in a, in a certain way, but it doesn't have to be building more muscle. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you're not going to have a bump stead stomach. No, I'm not. But I'm going to try. <laughs> <laughs> my vacuum's pretty good, but I where where is that? Like, where does that guy's fucking organs go? I don't even know how that's fucking possible. into his giant rib cage. I guess. Fuck. I, I, like the person that made me want to do a vacuum was Jason Hart. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's just, you know he's, why? Because it's cool to see it on Bumpstead. His vacuum is great, but when you see a guy that weighs fucking three hundred pounds do it, it's like holy. Did you see really did it? Did you see the really? Yeah, Rollies is coming at you. You know what? The same place I got my waist trainer. Is the same girl that gave him his, and she said that's from wearing his waist trainer for. She recommends four to eight hours a day. Yeah, this is what I think I'm going to start doing. And she said that's what he did, and that's why he's able to do that now. Yeah, that's what I think I'm going to start doing. But all it does is give me a backache. Yeah, I think it's one of those things you just have to fucking just. Yeah. Well, I think the thing is, I have to learn how to. I think you still have to practice your vacuums while you're doing that, so it all works. And I have to start eating. I have to stop eating large pizzas. That might. Yeah, might have exactly. something to do with it. That's pretty much what I've done the last three weeks every night is just eat whatever I want. <laughs> can you do a vacuum right now? Yeah. Or not right you, now. In the mornings I can. Yeah, just fine. Even after eating all that shit? Yeah, just fine. Yeah, it's just not yeah. as, it just doesn't go in as much, as far like it did in the other day. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> but it's um I just think it's like those things and you can just change you can make massive changes to how you look just by changing little things like that. Yeah, no, I agree with you, man. Like my stomach is my stomach is the puzzle to my whole physique. Because when I'm like, this is the thing. I could look great. Like the fucking Arnold 2017 is a perfect example. Yeah. I was shredded. I looked great. And then I fucking carb loaded and my stomach got blown out. Yeah. And it's like, what the fuck, right? So, yeah, it's the key to the whole thing. Yeah. That's what I was saying earlier. It's like the centerpiece for your uh, physique, which is why I want to get this kind of surgery done. I want to get it all cleaned up so it looks yeah. how I want it to look. I can train it. You can. I wish, I wish I never got my hernia surgery, though. Well, my hernia surgery is done. No, no, I know. It's not the same thing. I'm just saying, like, my Where stomach... was yours? Where was yours? Where? Yeah. My belly button. But I also had a second one, like, at the top of my abs. Okay, that's where mine is. Yeah, the epigastric. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so... But I haven't been able to control my stomach the same since I got it done. Oh, really? Which I'm sounds... Really... Yeah, no, yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Anyway. So this guy also... Quit playing with your mic. It's giving me, like, an echo. Like a... Sorry. Yeah. Well, I don't care, but they're going to complain in the comments. They always complain anyway. Fuck me. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, I saw your fucking video with the lawnmower. Dude, what the fuck? It's just a normal lawnmower, man. No, it's not normal at all. 
It's just a flymo. What are you talking about? <laughs> you deserve to get made fun of for that lawnmower, man. It's just a fucking lawnmower, man. It cut the grass oh just fine. <laughs> Somebody sent it to me. Somebody sent me a photo so I could see it because I hadn't seen it. And I was like, oh, my God. It doesn't have wheels. It's just like, it's, it's like a little hoover. It's like a vacuum cleaner. It's, like, it's, like, it's, it, it's got the blade underneath, and then it sucks. Uh, you should there. never, ever get rid of that thing, ever. It's, That's the Well, I'm actually moving, I'm, I'm moving out soon. I'm, I'm going to see two houses on Friday, and they both have fucking massive gardens. I'm going to have to get a new lawnmower. Get a riding lawnmower. Yeah, that's what I want. Like a proper American, like Texas style. <laughs> okay, this guy's other question is, create a perfect prototype of a bodybuilder using the best body parts from various bodybuilders of all time. See, I don't think that works. Ronnie Coleman. Yeah, Ronnie Coleman. With, Ronnie Coleman with, with, with Lee Priest's waist. Yeah. Yeah. Done. Done. <laughs> done. But yeah, I don't think that works because there's so many bodybuilders out there. And I always use Flex Lewis as an example. Um, that his physique is incredible. And, and Sean Roden. Their physiques yeah. are incredible, but they have a ton of missing body parts. Yeah. No, so well, Flex Lewis doesn't have missing body parts, does he? No, he no, he does if you break each individual body part. Okay, down. tell me which one he's missing. His back. No, he brought that. Yeah, he but brought... No, listen, listen, listen. So his rear double is incredible. His rear lat spread isn't because he doesn't have much going on with his back. His rear double is so detailed because of his, because of his arms and his forearms. His forearms are so overdeveloped. But for some reason, they make everything look good. His chest isn't very good. It doesn't make it. it doesn't. Make, I'll it doesn't give you the. Good. I'll give you the chest. That's it. His chest, chest, but then he has some body parts that are kind of overdeveloped, but it, it makes everything look better. I always tell people it's not about the best proportions. It's about... No, it's not. I always think the guys with the biggest extremities look the best. Yeah. So Flex, if he just stands there, you wouldn't be like, whoa, his back's insane. No. You wouldn't think much. But when he hits a rear double, it's incredible. He I has still, one of the best rear doubles of all time, but he, in, he, but he doesn't have a very strong back. I don't he agree with like, you. Go look at go look at his relax spread because I always say this: most bodybuilders either have a good rear double or a good relax spread. Very rare is it both of them that are good. And it's mainly the people with very good backs. Yeah, have bad rear doubles. I got a very good back and I got a good rear double. But your relax spread is nowhere near as good as your rear double. Yeah. Oh uh, no, it's not. You're right. See my my my. See, look at Dorian. Look at me. My relax spread is really good. My rear double is not. Dorian's rear double is nowhere near as good as his relax spread. No, no, you're right. Ah, so anyone that so anyone that has a pre, like he says, I find that the rear double is kind of like an arms and traps pose. But I got shit arms. Yeah, but they're nice. But they look, they look all nice. All like, <laughs> the lines that kind of flow. It flows together because it flows across the top. Well, look at Dallas. Dallas had a really bad back. Yeah, his rear double is insane. You're making some sense. Uh, I'm not. Con- I'm not convinced yet. If you go and look at everyone, it's very rare, apart from maybe, apart from Ronnie, that people's rear double and their rear aspect is incredible. All right, I gotta, look, do, I gotta do some Phil, research. Phil, Phil Heath, his rear double is insane. His rear yeah. lat right, sorry. Yeah, yeah. And I think Kai Green, I think his rear double. His lat spread's not not all right. Phil no, Heath's got a good lat spread, but it's not very wide. It's not. It's no, he's got, but he's got narrow clavicles. He's got a ton of muscle on his lats. Like when his lats open up, they're thick. Yeah, but it's it's still his rear his rear double is so much better than his, his rear double is better. I'll give you that. Well, I see. I was, what my kind of main point is: people that are known for having the freakish back, it's normally when they do a lat spread versus. But we're way off topic here. Yeah, yeah. The best physique of all time, including body parts. Like if you could mash together a bunch of body. Oh parts. yeah. So anyway, that kind of goes back to it. It's like it, it's like Sean Roden. You people could say his arms and back aren't very good. Yeah. But when it all flows together, it's incredible. 
Yeah, but we can still do what this guy's asking just by saying Ronnie Coleman. Is there anybody with better body parts than Ronnie Coleman? Even if you took if you took ninety eight ninety eight Ronnie Coleman, you'd even use his stomach. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's not really anybody with a better back, yeah. better shoulder. I mean, maybe you could say Jay had better shoulders. Yeah, but well, like, I think that's the cool thing about bodybuilding is it's not about body parts. It's like, I, and that's why I love Flex's physique. It's the much. flow of it. Yeah, Flex's physique looks like no one else's. That's why people don't understand when someone says. Well, we, we judged on the poses, this pose versus this pose and this pose versus that pose. It doesn't work like that sometimes. No, no. Like when you judge Phil Heath versus Sean Roden, pose for pose at the last Olympia that Sean won, yeah. Phil beats him. Because if his stomach is the only weak point, that means he only, he's only losing three poses. He's going to win the other four. Yeah. But, yeah. That, but that day they saw – the overall package. Yeah, it's the overall head to toe, yeah. side to side. Back Looks to better, yeah. Which again is like going back to flex. It's like he has some really, his body looks nothing like anyone else's. Which is why I'm saying if he has one of the best, so I don't think his back is very thick and round and wide. No, he's definitely but, like an extremities. Like, but his rear double is so impressive. But it looks yeah. like again, it looks like no one else's. There's, there's that muscle in his back. There's a lot of detail it, in it. There's so much detail in places yeah. you don't see it on the marks, which I think yeah. is why his rear lats are the same. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. But then people with slabs of muscle on their back, like Dorian, and I don't even say myself to a certain extent. I've got a big, thick, thick, wide back. Yeah. In a rear double, it just doesn't. It's but it's a, that's a detail thing, though. You don't have a ton of detail like Flex does. Yeah, but like Dorian, when he did a rear double, didn't have a ton of detail in his back. That's what I'm saying. Like, I think you can get detail, can't you? I don't know if you can when your muscle's that thick in your back. I think it's a training thing. Maybe it's because you and Dorian are both low-volume guys. And, Flex, but, 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 but and Flex isn't. But Ronnie was his rear double as detailed. Ronnie's yeah. everything. His back I mean, double. Ronnie's, Ronnie's a freak. But like Phil, his his back is so detailed as well. But that's what I'm saying. Like maybe it's the way you train. Maybe with more volume, your back could have maybe, more detail. Maybe you might. You might I'm just saying. I don't know. No, I know. I agree with you. I just think it's um because I, I think it's interesting that you said the two people that you mentioned were you and Dorian, and both of you are low volume guys. Yeah, maybe. maybe. So. But then Jay didn't have a ton of detail. He was a very, very high-volume guy. I never felt like – this is – I'm, I'm going to get fucking roasted for this, but I don't care. I never felt like Jay got super, super shredded. No, I don't either. And like, actually, the one thing about Jay is that I always – when I when I was coming up in bodybuilding, he was never mentioned about his back development. Yeah. He, his lats were so fucking wide. But he, he had to. He forced them because he knew he yeah, couldn't beat Ronnie without crazy. it. Yeah, yeah, and like I, I think – yeah, I think I think Jay's back is really uh, like. Under- I, I don't think Jay's back ever would have been as big as it was if he wasn't competing against Ronnie. No, no. I think it made him focus on it like a hundred percent. Yeah, but I don't ever. I mean, Jay in '09 and Jay in '01. Yeah, are probably the best Jays I've ever seen. But they're still not. I don't think he ever got as shredded as like Ronnie did. Again, I think that's just. That's such a genetic thing. I think if yeah, you we've t- talked about that before. Yeah. yeah, I think if you tested their body fat, I think they'd probably be about the same. So you think it's like a skin factor? Oh, yeah, the skin thing, just the way the muscle looks. I think it's just yeah. like various things. Yeah. Um, topic. I would like you to discuss, do you feel bodybuilders in the open class have a better chance at a good placing if they have a great following on social media? No. Is it a popularity contest? No. I think it might be. Okay, time out, time out, time out, time out. I heard this argument this this past from this past Olympia. Right. 
and it made me think, and I hadn't thought about this before. Somebody was like, do you think they gave it to Chris Bumstead based on the fact that he's like got a million followers and he's like the face of, they want to make him the face of classic. No, I think they gave it to Chris because he looks like a classic because Deacon Brown Ainsley is just a phenomenal small bodybuilder. And I agree with you 100%. That's why. That's why. They, it's so, called classic physique. It's not called small bodybuilder. <laughs> right, and if you look at the guys that came second and third, which was, was it George Peterson and Brian Ainsley? George right? Peterson was third, yeah. <clears throat> George Peterson is now moving to the 212 because he knows he's not. Can I actually mention something about that? Because you bring up a good point. I felt like if they're going to judge it that way, which they should, because Chris is more classic than anybody else up there. Yes, yes he is. But does that mean Keon should have been in second? The guy who took fourth. Yeah, I I think he's another one that was like put down in the places a little bit. Yeah, but he was more he's, more more classic than. So if you just look at the physiques, which one of you reminds you of the classic era? Brianna that's what I'm saying. For me, it would have went. For me, it would have went Chris, and then Brian. Brian's got a classic look. I wouldn't call him a small bodybuilder. No, he, he has. Like, he, he does and he doesn't. He has he's like, like in between. He's like in he's between. Like the Sean Ray, and then I think uh, Chris Bumstead's even a little bit more further. Yeah. Back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I don't. I couldn't see Chris Bumstead in the open class, but I could see Brion in like the two twelve with another kind of ten, fifteen pounds of muscle. I could see absolutely ridiculous. I could see Peterson in the in the two twelve. I don't yeah, think I could uh, see yeah. Brion. Yeah. No, but anyway. if, you put load, if you put a load of muscle on Chris, I could I couldn't see him in the open. If okay, so Brown, I could see him in the two twelve. I could see Chris in the open. Are you crazy? Mm, I, he just doesn't. I mean, maybe it's because he has to make weight. He's just not. He's just so classic. He doesn't have that thick. I think you're crazy. Um, I think he looks like Dennis Wolf with a back. But he has no arms. But again, this goes back to body parts. He doesn't. You don't notice because the rest of him is so good. But his arms are nowhere. Near I think if you put 20 pounds on that kid, if we could spread it evenly over his physique, yeah. he would crush people in the open class. Maybe. I just think he's so suited to that class. No, I don't. I'm class. not disagreeing. I'm not disagreeing. He, but Chris is another body part guy. Like he doesn't. Have, he has pretty weak arms. But his front double is insane because of like how the flow is. Because you know what I find really strange is back from the front opens up like like Dorian Yates used to. Yeah. But from the back, he's got a weak back. How does that make sense? Because that's with what? Because if you if you look at his rear shots, look at his where his armpit under his armpits. That's that's what the rest of it's. The rest of it's shallow. Yeah. Which is why I don't I don't know if Chris would be as good in the open. I don't think he could, he could put on that amount of muscle to because he's quite tall as well. Yeah. So if we're if we're going to answer this, then we're going to say no. Social media doesn't mean anything. I don't believe so. No, and I think I think Chris Chris was the winner when you look at. I agree with that. It's classic physique. Who looks the most classic out of the three? Him. What would you Which do? Which reminds you of the, the quote-unquote golden era? Him. Is it because of his mustache, though? It's oh, fucking sick. <laughs> man, who, what other guy could rock a mustache and get away with it? Very few. It's, the, it's like the only guy who could fucking rock that mustache. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll do a couple more, and I got to go to the gym. Uh, what would you do in a zombie ap- apocalypse? We're fucked over here because we don't have guns. We don't have guns either. Nah, we're, we're all fucked, man. Um, I, w- I wasn't going to think that anyway. I was going to barricade my house. Yeah, I'd barricade my house. But the thing is, it depends what kind of zombies we're talking about, right? Because the Walking Dead zombies, how on earth are they killing people, right? Because if I'm just sitting eating my dinner now, I've got the, wind- I've got the door open and I hit, ah, outside, yeah. oh, there's a fucking zombie out there. I shut the door. 
And somehow they just, and then when I'm watching the walking dead, I'm like, how are you dying? But then there's like World War Z where they're sprinting at you and swarming. Yeah. yeah. Depends which zombies. All right. <laughs> All right let's, let's go. Walk, let's go. With walking Dead zombies. I, I, I probably would do very little because there's, I don't. Think I don't know the that. difference. I don't watch fucking zombie shit. Well, so walking what Dead about zombies. what about that Will Smith movie? Those are zombies. What movie They're was vampires. it? No, the Will Smith movie where like at, at night they all come out. Yeah, the vampires. They weren't vampires, really. Read the book. I read the book. I have legend. They're, they're vampires. That's why when they go out in the sun, they burn. Oh, I didn't they're, know that. They're, they're I, had, more vampires. I like that movie. I had no idea this whole time. Yeah, they're supposed to be more vampires. They're kind of our own thing. But it's like, okay, so when I mean the two different types of zombie, in The Walking Dead, they're all really, really slow. Yeah, yeah. All rotten. Yeah. They, have, they shouldn't have any strength because they're fucking falling apart and they're slow and loud. Yeah. So they're not scary. So yeah. if I get, ah, ah, but have you ever seen World War Z with Brad Pitt? Yeah, I have. They swarm. A long time ago. Yeah, yeah. they swarm like ants. Yeah. Like, yeah. like yeah. they're diff- they sprint. They fucking yeah. throw themselves at you. That's different. But can they break through a barricaded window? More likely than fucking. I got a big ass truck. I'll just drive away. I don't care. Yeah. yeah. But then if you, in that scene in uh, World War Z when they're swarming up the wall and they kind of like stuff tipping over the edge, they'll jump onto yeah. the helicopter and start pulling it down. <laughs> Fuck that. <laughs> They're the type of zombies that are, that are scary. Or twenty-eight right. days later ones are pretty bad as well. Let's move on. I don't, I'm, just, I'm not. I'm not familiar enough. Um, could you talk about the ways a coach can provide value to the clients? Do you want to talk about that? You're a coach. I wish to go into the bodybuilding coaching realm, and in the future, I would love to know what to look for and think about. I don't know if he means he wants to be a coach or if he needs a coach. Well, I think if you're, if you're a coach, because both you and I do help people. Um, Not anymore. I really, I really enjoy it, actually. And I think it's just, it's trying to make things as easy for them to follow as possible, fitting into their lifestyle as well as possible, but in the same way, allowing them to get the results they want. It's, it's not easy to do. I found it to be so hard that I don't do it anymore. See, I really like it. Because I think it's, I think way too many people overcomplicate things and they don't realize how simple they can make it for themselves and stay yeah. up to where they want to be. No, but this is my thing. So my days are set up very simply. Like if I cook a tray of chicken in the morning, yeah. I'm probably going to eat most of my meals are going to be chicken. Yeah. Like I don't overcome, like I got to have fish this meal and steak this meal and chicken this meal. And I make things as easy as possible. Yeah. But the average person, if you give them that kind of diet, they're like, oh, what is this, a cookie cutter? Fucking, this all is no variety. Well, no, I, so I give them a, um, I, so I give them a questionnaire. Yeah. And say, this is, my, this is what time I train, this is my job, this is what I do. And I just figure it out like that. And then I just give them, I, if I, I don't give them the macros because that normally promotes a lot of people the idea that they can just cheat and eat whatever they want as long as they kind of shoehorn it into their allowances. Yeah. Which I don't like. Um, so I just give them about four or five different food options per meal. Yeah, you know, this chicken, is you know chicken, beef, turkey, whatever, like of a certain amount, whatever you want. Yeah. And I give them about four or five different carb options, and it's like you can make it a bit more. And I, and I also like giving people palatable food. You can make it more livable that way. Yeah, and and I think because it depends on the person, their level, um, their appetite, um, how whether they're in contest prep or just lifestyle, if they're an off-season bodybuilder. Um, you just have to fit the person. You have to listen to the yeah. person they need. If somebody says to me they don't want to eat chicken and rice all the time, I'm like, all right, that's fine. Um, so we find the food that they actually like and try and work with that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, I felt like 
I was having too much, too much trouble in the one-on-one people either didn't want to do the diet I wanted to give them or they were cheating all the time or something. So I found that I still want to help people, but I can help people better by making videos. Yeah. Like instead of helping one person with their diet, I can help however many people watch like a hundred thousand people watch my last cooking video. So I feel like I can benefit people more that way because the one-on-one thing just wasn't working for me. Yeah. See, I mean, I I mean, I'm very limited. I don't take everyone on. Yeah. Um, I do enjoy it though. And I feel like I learn a little bit about myself as well when I'm doing it. I enjoy it when I get somebody like me. Yeah. Somebody, you know, when you get, sometimes you get like a, a guy who wants to compete and they're really hungry and don't fucking do anything. Yeah. I like training those guys. See, that's one thing I, what, do you, do you, I always get one, one of my fucking hate things about, hate about having clients because I have two days a week where I say, you check in these days. Yeah. And if they check, so which is Monday and Tuesday, if they check in on a Thursday, I sometimes I'm, just, I'm not fucking replying to you. Yeah, I've done that. And then they start getting really shitty. They're not replying to their emails. It's like, yeah. you're late. I've, I've dedicated two days of work to you. These are my shifts, essentially. These yeah. are the times you have. You have 40 fucking eight hours to check in. <laughs> you have a whole 40 hours that I've allocated. That's enough. Yeah. But you know why that people don't understand why that bothers you. It bothers you because you gave somebody a window. And if they don't care enough yeah, to check exactly. in, why yeah. should I care? Oh, I got to work on your schedule. Yeah, so it's like, oh, it's like, well, it's like I've allocated that time because the rest of the time I'm busy. Yeah. And I have contest prep clients. And I normally give them my WhatsApp. But it's almost like it's almost like it's, um, I don't want to say disrespectful. That's probably too strong, but it's almost like they don't care. Yeah. So I always feel like as a coach, if they don't care, why the fuck do I care? And it's like, it's like so you're, so you're paying me for my time and the, that's the time I'm giving you. That's the time I've given. So yeah. if your boss said to you, can you work for free on Thursday for an hour? Yeah. <laughs> you fuck yourself. Yeah, yeah. it's like it's, it is a disrespect thing, and when they start getting shitty because you feel like you're not replying to them on time or whatever, it's yeah. like, well, no, 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 you were late. Yeah, yeah, I get like, it. If that's the agreement, that it's very laid out in black and white at the beginning. A lot of the time, I have people checking more often, yeah. but that's yeah. on me. Yeah. So if I say check in Thursday, I want to see how you're getting on. That's on me, and I've because I know I've got time for that. Yeah, the days are the days laid out. And I think yeah. that's the same as if you're working with a coach, respect them. And, and if they have a days when they expect you to check in, that's the days you do it. Yeah. No, I, I that's agree. The day that's the day they've allocated to it. But this is the thing. Little things like this is why I don't really coach anymore. Because I just got fed up with like chasing people. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to put out a macro amount of information. Yeah. People can just take what they want from it. Yeah, which is so, great. Um, we'll do one more. Uh, let's see. What do we got here? Topic. Okay. I'd want I want to hear you guys talk about psych out tactics you guys have employed or body or people have tried to employ against you backstage or on stage and at hotels. This sounds like a boxing thing or a You are aware this is bodybuilding, right? Yeah, we don't do that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There's no there's no psyching out. Like it's like yeah. What do you think you're gonna like psych somebody out backstage and all of a sudden they're turn fat? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's not I've had people try and say shit to me, but it doesn't really happen about I don't have headphones on backstage anyway, so Yeah, yeah. Um Okay, we'll pick one more. I can't find a good one here. Luke's lawnmower needs to elicit some hypertrophy. That's what we just saw that one. That's gonna do. He does. I haven't no. cut the grass since that video either. <laughs> it's not that bad. It just keeps fucking raining. I've like I can't even do my laundry because I can't put anything on the washing line. I can't find a fucking topic here. There was a whole bunch. What do you mean? You're looking at the right thread. Oh, topic. All right, let's go. 
Okay, this is a this is an X's and O's one. Okay. Those are just two here. One's okay, cardio or tendonitis. Which one do you want to touch on? Are both boring. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Is that the question you want to choose between doing cardio or having No, no, I'll give you a good one. Here's a good one. Here. Okay. No. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll answer these two really quickly. Uh cardio in the off season. It depends. It depends on the person. It depends if you feel. No, he's saying how many how many days if you do it. First, he wants to know if you do it. If you do it, how many days? How long? What style? Or what do you suggest? So for me, I just take my dog for a walk more. So I'll say I'll say for me, it's four to five times a week, thirty minutes. As long as I get my heart rate up to one twenty, I'm good. I don't yeah, care. So what I, just, I just I just do it for a longer walk with the dog and a power walk, and I make yeah. sure there's a hill around. Um, again, I think people my lifestyle. Do you think people put way too much emphasis on what machine? I always get that. Yeah, it doesn't matter what machine. What machine's your favorite? I'm like, I'm not doing – people think I do the step mill because it's going to help me build my glutes or something. And I'm like, I'm not on the step mill because I'm trying to tone my legs. That's what I'm doing when I fucking am on the leg press or on the hack squat. Yeah. I'm on the step mill because it gets my heart rate up really quickly. Yeah, it's the same. It gets my heart rate up quickly. Yeah. you find that it's quite comfortable. Yeah, I can like trot along for like 45 yeah, minutes. If you get into a nice, nice rhythm, yeah. it's your heart rate still up for the whole time. Well, the thing is, if I go on the treadmill to get my heart rate up to 120, I almost have to be jogging. Yeah. And then my fucking feet hurt, my heels hurt. Yeah, and it's shit. like if I use a cross trainer, my feet go numb. Yeah. Yeah. So I just do step mill, not because it's the greatest thing on earth, it's just the best thing yeah. for somebody our size, I guess. Yeah. So for me, it's just, I, I would consider my cardio isn't really cardio in the off season, it's just increasing my activity level. Yeah. yeah. Just taking them. I mean, I mean, I'm hoping when I move house, I want to get a piece of cardio equipment like a Stairmaster or something. Just well, like you got a you got a five year lucrative deal now. Now you can afford it. Well, I'm going to actually. Get, well, yeah, <laughs> I, I, I am going to try. And, well, the, the place I want to move is out in the middle of like fucking nowhere. There's no, there's nothing around. It's in the middle yeah. of the countryside, so I'm going to have to get a piece of cardio equipment. Um, yeah, it's good anyway. It's good to have one. Yeah, have you got one? I got one. Yeah, I got. A, I got a. Tre- Unfortunately, I have a treadmill. Yeah, I don't want to. So expensive though. I had a Stairmaster. I gave it to a friend. I wanted to get a step mill, but to get a step mill, I had to put it in my garage because, you know, they're fucking taller, right? Yeah. I don't want to do cardio in the garage. Like, fuck that. Yeah. So, plus, I like going to the gym. I like getting up in the morning and I fucking take a shower and I go to the gym and do my cardio. It gets my day started. I don't you shower, I, then go to the gym. I don't want to be the smelly fucker on the fucking cardio machine. You I, shower, but if you shower before you go to bed, you should be listen. It does not matter. I slept, and who knows? I probably had sex with my wife in the middle of the night. I don't want to get up and go like. <laughs> you probably <laughs> fucked your wife in the night. I can't remember. Wow. I didn't say I can't remember. <laughs> I, said... I probably fucked with my wife. Are you one I of those was... people that just. Do you just have sex and then roll over and just go to bed? Do you get up and wash? You know, you have to wash your sword? I don't get up and fucking shower. No, I don't. I always get because I, I got the, I got my little sink in my I got like an ensuite little shower room in my bedroom. I always get up and I wash it off. No, I no, I don't wash it off. What the fuck? Really? I, this is way too much information. Well, no, because the amount of information you've got, I've made Luke's Luke loves anal is a fucking is is a hashtag because of you. Okay. This is what I'm worried about because it's like my, when everyone knows that I'm like so it's so with like potential girlfriend and whatever. When people know that is, they all gonna be like, she loves anal. That's right. And that is probably. <laughs> do you really not? Do you just roll over and go to sleep? It depends what time it is. Sometimes if I wake you're up, you're staying in the middle of the night. Do you not get up? Have a little okay. Wash? If I wake up at four in the morning and I'm fucking horny and I don't have sex, and my wife is like, "Cool, let's do it," I usually just roll back over and pass right the fuck out. 
See, I, I have to get up and have a little sprinkle. I'm not getting up at 5 a.m. to fucking swish some water on my bag. It's not clean anyway. I got to go to shower. And I'm not going to get up at 5 a.m. and shower. How often do you get thrush, mate? Because uh, <laughs> it sounds like... <laughs> wow. So, well, I just think it's one of those things. I don't, I don't know. But it's like, if, I mean, do they, they don't just lie there. They, they have to sort themselves No, out. She, she gets up and... Yeah, she has to because otherwise she'll be leaking everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> like a chicken care that you just cut open and replace. This, this is my wife, man. Come on. <laughs> I'm just saying, no, I don't mean your, your wife. I just mean in general, everyone. If that's the way you've. If, Look, if that's the, way, the, the woman has to get up and have a little wash. The woman can do whatever the fuck she wants. That's her prerogative. For me, if I'm going to be clean, washing my nuts in the sink is not going to be clean. I got to shower. Yeah. If it's five in the morning, if it's five in the morning, I'm not going to go jump in the shower. I'm going to fucking, I'm going to go back and go to sleep until I wake up in the morning at seven or eight, and then I'm going to go shower and go to the gym. Well, that makes sense now. Well, that makes sense that you shower that early in the morning before. Yeah, you but the fact day. that you have sex at four in the morning and then just sprinkle some water on your nuts and then go to the gym anyway is gross. No, I mean, it's because I don't want just dried fucking cum all over my dick. Yeah, but you're I still. Wake, <laughs> I don't want to wake, I don't want to wake up and it's like crusted over. Like. Okay, wait a minute. You just have sex and you fucking wipe it down a little bit and you go back to sleep. Yeah, and then you get up and you go to the gym and do cardio. Yeah. That's gross. No, it's not. Yeah. Because I've washed it. I not not really. You kind of like wash it no, a little use, bit. No, I, use, I, I often use a bit of soap. That's such, so tedious. Where are you washing it with soap without going to the shower? Because well, I've got a little soap. I put a little bit of soap in, wash my hands, wash that, splash my face with a bit of water. But where is your yeah. dick? Going? My sink's literally six feet away from my bed. So <laughs> wait, like, wait, wait, no wait, a wait a minute. How high is the sink? It's about waist height. So you're like putting your shit over the counter into the sink. Just flop it into the sink. <laughs> right under di- the tap. Your dick doesn't flop. So you, it you flops into the you sink. Pull it over onto the sink. Yeah, then it flops into the sink. And just run under the tap. Jobs are given. That's so okay. horrible. And then you got crusty cum all over your counter. No, because it's been cleaned. They clean it. Way too much work. Go to sleep. <laughs> I, see. Wake up and then clean yourself I know, up. I, I don't disagree with you because you're waking up and having a shower. Yeah. Because I, I, I wake up because I had a shower the night before. If something happens in the middle of the night, I'm clean when I wake up because I've, I've washed that little bit. Wake up, put my... Okay, like, you know what? Let's take a, wait a minute, wait a minute. Let's take a poll, and this is in the comments section. If you wake up in the middle of the night, this isn't like before you go to bed. If yeah, you let, let's, to, let's say 3 a.m. If, if you went to sleep already and you wake up in the middle of the night, yeah. And you have sex with your wife. Do you get up afterwards and wash your junk or shower? Or do you go back to sleep and shower in the morning when you wake up? I don't think guys are I, I, think either, I think either approach is fine. I just like to I just like to keep it clean straight after. Yeah, I don't think there's anything wrong with your approach, but I don't think there's anything wrong with just going to bed. What's the big, big deal? No, there's, not, there's, there's not. I just think I just it's like it's like having greasy gre- like greasy hands. I have to wash my hands. <laughs> I just can't get to bed. Just feel like ah, no. my nephew watches this podcast. I'm sure, like my daughter might watch this. That's disgusting. <laughs> don't say that. If you are, please turn it off. Don't ever don't let her. Thing. Don't let her. Why? You should have said that before we talked about this. Yeah, but maybe uh, <laughs> maybe that's just me. But I would be quite interested to see it, to know what people do because the, the woman always gets up and the woman has to always get up. The woman. Yeah, they they always get involved by the uh, the short straw. Well, because it's worse for them. But their orgasms are better than ours. It sounds like it. It 
It sounds like it sounds like sometimes. Yeah, sometimes I'm like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "Are you all right?" <laughs> yeah, no. It sounds like they're having a better time than we are. Yeah, so I think so. Like that's kind of like. But we yeah. have a good time more often. Yeah, but then no, again, it's a, they, it's a trade-off. Like, it's a trade-off. I guess I guess they have the better orgasms because they have to go through childbirth and they also have to kind of empty themselves out afterwards. So. <laughs> no, so, but I'm saying like what I'm saying is they could have like a great orgasm once a week or a not just like a pretty good orgasm, like seven times a week. Yeah. Unless, unless your girlfriend or wife is one of those nymphos that has to have an absolute phenomenal orgasm. every well, time. She's got like a dildo at her bedside and she has fucking that orgasm all the time. Yes. I think that's the, I think that's the norm these days. I actually genuinely do. Cause there's uh, so many memes I see about it. And I'm like, it has to be normal. My wife tells me she doesn't have one, but I don't know. Well, she doesn't have a dildo. I probably shouldn't get into this. <laughs> well, no, Let's probably, just leave it. You probably shouldn't. But, I, but the thing is, the, the thing I'm okay when when I'm when I'm in officially in a relationship, then we'll start because then we can start giving we can start discussing these kind of things because the the playing field is even. Well, no, it's I, I my wife's a really private person. Yeah. So I don't think she wants me telling her sexual secrets online. It's not, it's not a sexual secret. I think every woman does have one. And I think every woman should have one because I mean, yeah, but some women want it to be their private secret whether they have one or not. See, I, again, I think this is a generation thing because I think most girls who are kind of under the age of say twenty-seven. I don't think, I think girls care anymore. I'm just saying. That's what so, I mean. I, that's what I mean. Yeah. I think. Just, I think the young, I'm not. I'm not. Let, let me put it this way. I'm not saying if she did have one that anyone would give a shit. It's not a big yeah. deal. Like, no, no one cares. Know, but, no, but I yeah. think it's like the generational thing. So your wife is very private. Where I think younger women these days just don't care and they're very very open i agree with that i i'm, I'm a little bit shocked sometimes when i see some of the shit i see because i'm like yeah there's like zero privacy yeah yeah i'm pretty so. private too which you wouldn't realize by this you're not private you have a hashtag called loose glue clubs anal yeah, you're not private you, you prick. <laughs> I, didn't say, I, didn't, I didn't make that you just brought it up but it was just on my list of oh and you just happen to keep talking about it yeah, because I was trying to make, I was trying to smooth it over. Is that a smooth way? But I just dug myself into a massive open gate. That's what I did. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's wrap it up. We've been on for a while. I got to go train. Yeah, I've got to go and sleep. It's ten o'clock at night. Yeah. It's ten p.m. What time yeah, is it? I know. Five o'clock. That's quite late for you, training. I thought you were a daytime guy. I do normally, but I had a whole bunch of shit to do today. What time do you like? What time do you like training? I did my I did my blood work today. I saw. So if. My blood work goes well. I get to fucking start again. Yeah. So we'll find. Huh? You're looking a bit small. I feel like I've lost a ton of fucking weight. Is that is that a medium (laughs) t-shirt? It's just it's actually a small. (laughs) (laughs) It's medium. (laughs) Do you know? Do you know? Do you get this as well? After a show, does your body go back to normal really quickly? Um. Like you mean I get fat again really quickly? Like your body fat just goes back to where it's comfortable being. Yeah. Yeah, that's why people ask me like if I reverse diet. I'm like, no. I don't either because like I can eat shit for like two weeks, or I can eat barely anything for two weeks. At the end of those two weeks, my body will look exactly. It's still gonna, it's still gonna go right back to where it was. Yeah, it just like yeah. There's, I think your body has like because right now, like normally, I've, I've noticed this time I didn't get a huge water rebound in my legs and ankles. Like I yeah, 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 yeah. I got that too but, as but I got like, older. My body fat just kind of went back to where it's comfortable. Like yeah. I'm still very lean. It's just not. Yeah. Like literally five days after the Olympia, I barely ate anything. No, listen, like, people tell me all the time, like, why, why are you so lean in the off-season? Like, because I probably hover around 10 to 11% in the off-season. And, and you're uh, very vascular as well. Huh? You're very vascular as well. 
yeah, well, I'm old. This happens, happens when you get old, but no, um, but that's the thing like that happens right away. And then I just stay that fat. Like I don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so like, I don't, yeah. And that's my, because I always see people like, like they're, they're, they're reverse dieting from a show for like eight weeks. And then for eight weeks later, they're still lean. And then all of a sudden, they're fat again. It's like, just get it. Just get it. <laughs> just get the fat on there. Just stop fucking around. That's what John said once. Somebody, I was doing a seminar with John. And uh, one of the kids asked him, do you believe in reverse dieting or just like, do you just get to it? And John's like, no, I just get to it. I just, I find the calories I want to get to. And I start eating those calories because why waste time? I'm just going to get to that surplus and start growing. Chris basically said the same. He just said to me, just take time off for a few weeks, eat whatever you want. If you get fat, you get fat because you're going to get fat anyway. Don't worry about it. Yeah. It's like, because fat, it's not really fat. It's just not shredded. No. Yeah. It's just like your body's going back to this place where it feels comfortable. Like 10%, like 10% is not fat. Like for the average person. Yeah. So I saw like, I mean, if somebody's torn my top off now, he's he's in really good shape. Yes. Not stage shape, you know? Yeah, that's what I mean. So that's why I don't care. I don't ever do the reverse dieting yeah, thing. The only time, the only time I actually find any value in the reverse diet thing is, uh, some people tend to have a better appetite going into their off season. Yeah, like they don't they don't hit that appetite wall because they kind of did it slowly. Well, I know I know a lot of coaches believe you should try and stay as lean as possible in the rebound. Yeah. I just kind of feel like your body would just kind of go where it wants to go. I always felt like if your body's rebounding, it's waiting for nutrients. So fucking feed it. Yeah. Like I don't, it's just been my way, but I don't, this is before the Instagram age where like now you have to look great in all your photos. Yeah. So I never cared. I was like, Oh, show's over. I don't give a fuck. I'm just going to yeah. start I eating. I mean, one thing I do notice is my water balance takes about a month to go back to normal for sure. You mean in the gym or like you're retaining your water retention? The way I retain water. Like I, I noticed as I got older, my water retention like got better faster. Yes, that's what I've noticed this yeah. time as well. But my strength in the gym, like if I took a diuretic before the show, yeah. it took me a while to like feel hydrated and strong again. Yeah, yeah. So. I think this is, I mean, I'm thinking this is what, three weeks off I've had now? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I didn't train today, but I'm going to go train tomorrow. I'm going to train about three days this week. Imagine how good you're going to feel. I'm probably, it's probably going to suck. Because you're what? Gonna, it's probably going to get the biggest pump ever. And the I'm pain's going to suck horribly. Yeah, because I'm going to I'm gonna start with legs tomorrow. And I just feel like my legs are going to be so badly cramping. <laughs> it's going to suck. I actually remember a couple of years ago, uh, my ex Carly and I, we went on holiday. Yeah. Cancun for a week. Uh, yeah. about, it was actually after I won the British. So yeah. I, went, I won the pro card. We went about two weeks later. Um, and I trained legs. Like We trained legs like two days after we got back. And then that night, we went out for my friend's birthday. We went out for his big, huge fa- like family. We were all there at the same. And I, I got to take a piss and my legs just locked up. <laughs> that me. I was ready to eat, and I collapsed onto the floor and I had to like, army crawl myself across. In the, the restaurant? In the restaurant. Because everyone was just pissing themselves laughing at me. Holy fuck. I was like crawl across the restaurant floor like a fucking soldier. Holy shit. Pull myself into the toilet. It was the worst cramps I've ever had. Like my legs locked like that. Yeah. I, it was full of, like, I know. Sugar for the holiday and vacation. And the, it, I'm just terrified this can happen tomorrow. That happens to my uh, hamstrings all the time. So I trained legs. And then me and uh, my wife and another couple, well, my training partner and his wife, we went out to dinner. And we sat down. We had a, you know, I ordered drinks. We, we had a couple appetizers. I get up to go take a piss. 
once I got my hamstrings just locked and I, I bent back over so they wouldn't like, so it wouldn't like get any worse. So I'm leaning over the table and Paul's like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, dude, my fucking hamstring just seized right up. He's like, sit back down. I'm like, I gotta go take a piss. So I literally like walked like this, yeah. <laughs> like baby steps. Because when I did mine, I stood up, my hands, I'm sorry, my hands yeah. and quads went at the same time. Yeah. And I just, I was there's just, nothing you can do. It was, it was so painful. It was funny. Yeah. I, I was laughing. Everyone was laughing. I had to crawl across the floor. To, to the this is how you know you have a good training partner though. So I go to, I get to the bathroom. I'm taking a piss. Paul walks in the bathroom with a little rock glass full of uh, salt water. <laughs> he goes, here, I got this for you. I chug it. I'm fine. Just fucking like that. Like I have a, um, I have a, yeah, I do that. I, I have the, um, so I have loads of sachets of electrolytes in my bag. Yep. So on the way home from the gym, I put it in a little bottle and I have a. That's a good idea. Is it quinine? Is it quinine? Yeah. 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 I have, yeah, I have, I have that in my gym bag just in case. Really? It's that bad? You have quinine with you? Sometimes. Yeah, but it's just like, that's like a last resort. Yeah. Because if your hands and quads go at the same time. Yeah. It's the worst. We just, I. Can't move. No, I know. That's happened to me before. And I was like. I know it's going to happen tomorrow because it's the first time I've trained in a while. But you got to admit, there's a part of your brain that's like happy that it's happening because you know you destroyed it in the gym. Yeah. My, <laughs> legs, my legs are the, my quads are the thing that cramp the most after training. Yeah. Because like when I really have a good session, my legs are just hard. Yeah. I thought there was something wrong with me. And I talked to John. He goes, like, no, man. He's like, anytime you have a good leg workout, that's going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's the same with anybody, but. Like, I don't get it. I get it with chest a little bit, but yeah, I don't have you, get. Have you ever had it with like when you had a really good back session? You had to wipe your ass and your lat cramps. You never had that. No. You ever had it with like when you're in the shower? But you told me you wiped from the front. Why would that happen? I've never fucking said that. I'm wipe from the front. <laughs> Why would I? <laughs> That's a new new hashtag. Luke wipes from the front. <laughs> Shitty walls. No, um, no, no. You know, like sometimes you wait when you're in the shower after training chest, and you like go to. Like, oh, that every time, every time. Just just locks up. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, I actually that's another reason why I don't like training abs because they always cramp because I don't train them. I only get that cramp in the abs for the first week, and then it goes starts to go away. But then it puts me off because it's fucking horrible. So you're just yeah. sitting, you're, sitting you're, you're driving home, and all of a sudden your, la- your abs lock up. There's nothing you yeah. can do about it. <laughs> that happened to me during sex once. Yes, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. That happens quite a lot. No, like right at the end. I'm like, oh yeah. fuck, oh fuck. <laughs> and you lock up, and, and she thinks, oh, he's having a great time, and you're there like. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> and then she was smug afterwards because she like, sucked your soul out. My wife can't watch this episode for sure. She can't watch this episode. Just, just, well, just. just <laughs> didn't record. Yeah, it didn't work. All right, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go train. Yeah. Anyway, cheers, man. And I, uh, thanks for watching, guys. Watching okay, yo, if you guys watch, leave your topic topics in the uh, comment you, section. You dick after sex in the middle of the night. Yes, <laughs> Yeah, go hang your dick over the sink. Yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, don't forget. Yeah, watch if you uh do you wash in the middle of the night after sex or do you just roll over and go to sleep? Yeah. All right. We'll talk to you soon, Luke. Later, guys.